Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? We are back. The dynamic duo is back for the fourth consecutive season. It is December the 5th, 2011. That's right, December 5th, 2011, episode number 71 of Timberwolves Explosion. It is the long-awaited season preview for the Minnesota Timberwolves and the National Basketball Association for 2011. Tim Rules Explosion, as mentioned, is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. We thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. It is always a great pleasure to be here once again, and it is season number four. The long-awaited, the very long-awaited number four is upon us. That's right. We are here, and Marcus the Forecaster is in the house yet again for that fourth consecutive season. And the million-dollar question came in, too, this year. <laughs> we didn't even know if there was going to be a season. We had no idea there was going to be a season. We were teased, we were teased, and we were teased. So much. Yeah, towards the end, I just gave up on the season. Yeah, it was It was really hard not to, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, uh, it looked like, it really looked like it was over. It really did. I mean, we were teased so much. I mean, what was your favorite moment? Remember back, uh... Was it early November, I think? Yeah, when David Stern walks out after what, so like, uh, it was like 2 in the morning, right? We're all excited. They're like, oh, deal's almost there. Deal's almost there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome, like, significant progress made. And he walks out, and he's like, we've agreed to talk tomorrow. And it's like, oh. And then by Friday night, Eric Fisher's standing there saying, it's, it's an unfair system. It's an unfair system, you know? We're just right back at it again. Yeah, we got our hopes up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just kept doing that over and over again. Over and over. I, I really thought we were screwed, and they were just, it was all just a big tease. But I don't know whether to blame them or you. But yeah. saying, you know, every time you go on uh, online to check on the news, um, there's been significant progress. Yeah. And then uh, Stern says, you know, nothing's happened. It yeah. actually is worse. Yeah, and it's actually worse, it seems like. And then... The whole BRI thing, too. I mean, it was just bizarre. 50%, 57, or not 57, it was 57, which is insane. I'm glad they came down off of that. But it's like, no wonder they're losing a little bit of money, some of those teams, and maybe a lot of money, some of the other teams. But um, what the heck? It was uh, just one of those deals where they finally get down to 50-50, or close to it. And then it's like, no, we want 47, because the hardline Michael Jordan and such. Wanted to really cut it down, and it was like, oh, here we go again. Ugh. That was like about months ago we got past the 47 point, and we're back to that again. It's just, mm. this was very tiring. It was a very, very tiring lockout. Yet as crazy as it is, as bad as it looked, it ends up being a shorter lockout than 99. Not bad. <laughs> shorter lockout. And that season started in February. 50-game season, but I remember it triple back-to-back-back-back-back-back, you know, games. Now it's like that's probably going to happen again, the 66-game schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. I mean, it's better than, a lot better than nothing. Like, how good does it feel to know we're going to finally see Rick Rubio and we're going to see Oh, him. <laughs> it feels great. Doesn't it feel great? It feels great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really wasn't looking forward to uh, Christmas, but this changes everything. Yeah, I mean, the season over is Christmas Day. There will be five games. Five. I remember a triple header thing. Like, people like my brother are going to be like, why are they going to have three games? Why, why, why do they make it so important? But 
Now there's going to be five. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be uh, pretty cool, and I can't complain about any of it. I I, I just can't yeah. complain. I'm so excited. Oh. Mm-mm-mm. We're finally going to see Edelman as the Timberwolves coach. It's really going to happen. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to see if I can get a sneak peek at uh, you know, the training on the ninth. I wish we could. I wish we could. It sounds like they're trying to have the training camp in Mankato, which is funny because that's where the Vikings have their training camp. <laughs> it sounds like they're trying to do that. I think they did that last year, too. But um, it's going to be... Uh, I'll, I'll just be happy knowing that uh, they're all playing together. Oh, yeah. That, that That's the big part. They're really all there. They're all working yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Finally. They're, finally. They're really there. They're really there. Mm, speaking of players coming and stuff, uh, what's kind of neat... Well, maybe I shouldn't say this right away, but I'll throw it in real quick. I mean, we're going to get to him later. But the first guy, uh, can you guess who the very first Timberwolf was that showed up? You know how they could come early? They said they could come early as soon as last Thursday. Yeah, last Thursday. Do you know who it was? Kevin Love. (laughs) He was the second one. It was. (laughs) It was. This is going to surprise some people maybe a little bit. Anthony Randolph was the first guy to come. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's kind of neat. Anthony Randolph, that, that says a little something, doesn't it? I'm actually glad it was him. Yeah. Because I, I'd rather have uh, Randolph playing more minutes than Darko. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the thing. Randolph. Maybe because I don't know if Darko, Darko's been fishing or doing whatever right now. Mm-hmm. But I know uh, Randolph has actually been playing and working out. Mm-hmm. And gaining muscle, like I've heard so many seasons. Gaining muscle. <laughs> Yeah, but hopefully, yeah, I will. I, I want. I want. Rand, I'd rather see Randolph on the floor. Yeah, definitely more than. Uh, yeah, more than Darko. I mean, Darko Milicic, uh We'll probably get back to it in a sec. But it's like the whole amnesty thing. That's kind of a new bit going on in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, we could still kind of consider this the lockout conversation. Amnesty added to the new CBA, collective bargaining agreement. Um, amnesty. It's. All kinds of all, all kinds of interesting stuff going on with that. It's a way. Gosh, the Timberwolves could have used that on Judge. <laughs> that would have been nice. They could have <laughs> Mad Dog. But then again, the thing is, you could only do like one player at a time. Mad Dog's contract just wasn't big enough or high enough. It was long, but not high. Yeah. I mean, it's funny to think they could use it, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Well, well, we did trade where you are, so we got rid of him. But Mad Dog, yeah, no, we, we couldn't trade him. We couldn't give him away. Mm-mm. He was like worthless. The guy was not an NBA player. He just wasn't. Yeah, he should have <laughs> just grabbed some pom poms mm-hmm. and just. Yep, that's the only one. Dance for us. Uh huh. <laughs> pom pom dancing, Mark Mad Dog Manson. Yeah, he's the cheerleader. He's the king. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's a uh, but no amnesty. Now, I'm hearing conflicting reports in that, and it's kind of driving me crazy. The whole. Uh, they say you can do it to one player a year where you get him off the books to pay him their off salary cap, which is nice. But then there's others reporting you can only do it once every 10 years. I don't get it. Is it once a year or once every 10 years? So that's where I'm getting confused with all of that. Um, and it's because, well, it gets like the really the new CBA hasn't agreed to officially yet. I mean, it's agreed to, but it's not signed. As weird as that sounds. Uh, it's... it's uh, Kind of strange, but it's cool. And uh, you add the possibility of getting rid of somebody that you want. Unfortunately, though, <laughs> it sounds like Portland's not going to get rid of uh, Brandon Roy when that was basically all they're talking about, and the Wolves should go after Brandon Roy. 
now he will not be available. Portland Jailblazers are going to keep Mr. Roy in the house. Yeah. Supposedly a starter now. And even supposedly a starter with bone on bone? Huh. That's like a car without oil. Is that, does that sound like a good idea? No. Yeah, like, yeah those uh, that's kind of scary, just a little bit. Um, I don't know. All kinds of rules are where Roy go, like the Warriors or something, and it's like, eh. Why? I, I, I don't know. Why would you downgrade that from Portland? But then again, I mean, you'd technically call Minnesota a downgrade too, but a better fit, I think, for Roy here than Golden State. Golden State's already got Monta Ellis, who scores like crazy, so I don't know. It wouldn't make much sense as far as I'm concerned, unless he's like a backup. But uh, really, it's one of those things. The, the lockup, yeah, they agreed to a floating BR. That's one of the other things that kind of got that thing wrapped up was 51% for when it's a, like a profitable year, 49% when it's a non-profitable season for the NBA. It's kind of an interesting idea where it's up in BRI. Yeah. You like that? I mean, they got the deal done. That's, that's mm-hmm. what I think, you know. <laughs> that's the most important part, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> so they can get 50, we can get 49, so they just call it 50, basically, because I yeah. guess that's what it is. As long as the league's doing well, the players will get 51. I I guess it makes it more fair that way, huh? Yeah. It's When you think about it, it's a lot like a company's profit-sharing plan. Say you work for... Boston and or Holiday Gas Station or Wells Fargo and say the company's doing really, really well. Well, the profit sharing plan that's added to your 401k or if it's just straight cash, whatever it is, will be higher if the company's doing well. So same deal, I guess, with that. I guess it's the NBA's profit sharing plan in a sense, <laughs> you think? Yeah. It's, it's an extra couple, it's, a, it's an extra couple hundred thousand or a couple million, you know, depending on who you are, right? <laughs> Hmm. Anything else you want to add to lockout conversation? Um, I I was on the uh, player side. Look at you. No, go ahead. In the beginning. In the beginning, in the beginning. yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> and when the scenes kept dragging on, then, but then you hear, you know, some players just talking about all about themselves. Then uh-huh. it became, oh, well, we want the uh, the league to be better. Uh, but, yep. you know, at the same time, we'll be able to move to where you want to move to. Mm-hmm. It's yep. You can tell what their, what their intentions were. They uh-huh. just wanted to uh, uh-huh. create more super teams, uh-huh. and the owners were trying to fight that. Yep. As soon as I realized what the players wanted, then I was on the the owner's side. Yeah. When you look at the big picture of this, the owners come out looking a little bit. You know, as weird as this might sound, like they actually care about the fans more than the players, and it kind of looks like it a little bit. Um, Part of it, obviously, is profitability for teams like Minnesota and and Cleveland and teams like that that might not be doing as well as New York City, you know, Los Angeles, especially the Lakers. Obviously, they make a jillion dollars a year and the Bulls. But, um, no, I mean, it gives teams like Minnesota, New Orleans, even Orlando, okay, I won't even say that, but kind of, you know, teams like that, more hope, gives you more possibility that there might be a little parity in the... NBA instead of just, like, it shucks, what has it been? Six teams since 1979 winning the championship. Like, can you believe that? Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. That's messed up, isn't it? You got L.A. and Boston. Okay, those are the easiest two ever. Chicago, there's number three because they got their six titles. Uh, Philadelphia snuck in with one title in 1983. <laughs> one. Uh, uh, San Antonio got four, so there's number five. 
Dallas and Miami. There you go. There's the seven. And Detroit. So it's eight teams. Excuse me. Eight teams. Detroit got three. Uh, Dallas and Miami are really phenomenons, you know, in terms of that. The other uh, six, so it was six, the other six really have pretty much owned the league. Uh, now, Philadelphia was kind of a random throw as well, but look, yeah, that was only 28 years ago. That, that wasn't too far back. It wasn't too far back, was it? It was only 28 years. Detroit somehow managed to be titles in that time, which is kind of weird. When You, you know, you don't really think of Detroit as a but yeah, they got three championships out of it. San Antonio won four. L.A. won, God, how many has L.A. won since then? Like, uh, ten. Ten championships since 1979. <laughs> oh, and Mark, uh, Marcus is shaking his head at that thought because it's, yeah, it's disgusting. Ten championships for the Lakers. Ick. <laughs> yeah, it. It's disgusting. Five with magic, five with Kobe. It's time for a change. Change. Time for hope and change in the National Basketball Association. Mm. Yep, and we know who that guy is that we're imitating. (laughs) The big O and not Oscar Robertson. Um, But uh, it's... uh, It's like... It's it's a dynasty league. And that's not... If you're a fan of anybody not included in that very small list... (laughs) <laughs> it's, I won't even say it's a dynasty now. Now it's, it's became it's become super friends. Super friends. Yeah, just yeah. You know, the yep. top players who are buddies getting together. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I hate it. Now for those top teams, the, the Knicks. Knicks. Heat. So assuming they Chris Paul. Yeah. They have no bench, no barely any defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This be the. <laughs> You know, top teams are going against each other every... Well, actually, no. Excuse me, no. Because they'll be in the uh, the East. Yeah, yeah. So at least in the West, there's going to be some, you know, mm-hmm. so a random team sneaking into the playoffs. Yeah. Which will be exciting. It can make it more fun. You never know. Maybe it's the Warriors. Maybe it's Minnesota. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, mm-hmm. it'll be... This whole thing's going to happen again. Just like just like uh, the uh, Mavs in, in the Heat. Yeah. It's going to be the good guys against the bad guys. Mm-hmm. The West, the West, the, all of it is going to eventually become the good guys. You know, that you have a good point there. Against, against these, uh-huh. you know, super teams. Mm-hmm. Knicks, maybe the Celtics, if things, it's possible Celtics could become one of those again. Yeah, maybe the they Nets. They kind of are, but, mm, yeah, yeah, the Nets, if, if oh, Darren and Dwight yeah. go there. Oh, there's that too. Holy moly. You know, Another the thing one. is, the super teams will cancel each other out. Yes. Playoff time. That's the only good thing about that. So we'll only see one mm-hmm. super team mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Yep, that's the good part. They will cancel each other out, or at least when they get to the finals, yeah. Because, yeah, they'll cancel each other out. You know, like yeah. my uh, Miami-Chicago is still a potential super team, too. They're the other one. Yep. And, and I, I use the word team loosely in that one. Cause it's not, <laughs> it's just, each team isn't super. It's just the, the, the two, two or three superstars are on the team. Yeah, that's basically what it is, the superstars. You know, yeah, that's how they see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't is. see them themselves as a team. Mm-hmm. When they, when they're talking with each other, they're like, okay, uh, you know, uh, they talk to another superstar and then the other guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically it. I mean, look at the Knicks. Look at the Knicks. What bench? What do the Knicks have? There is no bench. They traded them all to Denver, and the Nuggets are a pretty cool team. Yeah, they are. And you got. It's, Miami with no real bench either. Yep, no bench in Miami either, huh? Yeah, it's just it's just mm-hmm. horrible. It's not like uh, um, 
um, you know, uh, like a boy band, and you got like the three best ones who can sing, and the other guys aren't doing anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Michael Jackson and his backup singers. Mm-hmm. Who, are, who are his backup singers? Yeah, we we, we wouldn't even be able to yeah, tell you. We can't. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Jackson and uh, what's the other guy? Uh, what was the the Beatle that sang with him? Now, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, Paul McCartney sang who, with him. Yeah. Who's who's the band? Who? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's groovy. And that's yeah. kind of what they're turning into over there. Yeah, and the worst part about it, uh, with the lockout, is yeah. the owners tried oh. to make it make it even, tried to make it fair. They did what they could. Mm-hmm. A, some owners, I'm sure everyone out there knows who they are, didn't want that. They wanted, mm-hmm. you know, because they, they knew the superstars <laughs> are coming to their teams. Uh-huh. And, yep. uh Miami wanted it over as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, go ahead. I bet. Yeah, they did. And then uh, now you have a team owned by the NBA. Yep. And that team superstar now wants to go to a uh, a big market team. Mm-hmm. The biggest market there is, New York City. What's his initials? Oh, CP3, right? Yeah. yeah son of a... <laughs> and Chris it's the Paul. first big move is Chris Paul... At an NBA NBA owned team. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's just like we got out of the lockout with hopefully a more parity coming in, and where it, it's it's over already. Yeah. Bam. Yep. Out the window, <laughs> like you know. <laughs> they didn't even wrap the agreement yet, and they're already like talking about the same super teams they're talking about before the lockout. Yeah. Stop us. Uh, yeah. It's like, well, you yeah. can't stop us now. Mm. And yeah. We just want we we didn't we didn't we didn't agree yet. Completely. Yeah, like, you know, this is official. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, don't dare try to stop <laughs> me from going to, you know, leaving now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's and unbelievable. It sucks. Yeah. And, and, and now it's like, okay, if he does leave, please go to the east. Yeah. Please like, go to the east. Get him out of here. Get him yeah, out of here. If you go anywhere, go to the east. Mm-hmm. Not the Lakers. Please, not the or Clippers now. They're trying. Even the Clippers yeah. might be a super team. Yeah, I, I really funny. hope that he goes to New York and then Dwight goes and Darren st- go to a Brook. Um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. Yep, Brooklyn. I, I, yeah, then it'll be the West. The West is, <laughs> is, is you know the best. The West is the best, and the East is the least. Right? I like that. Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> the least. That's how it's going to be, it, it, and that, that actually will give ratings because whether it's the Knicks, you know, going up against uh, probably Oklahoma, Miami, or Oklahoma. Oh, in Oklahoma. the final, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible. Someone's going to like the superstar team. No one's gonna like them, except uh-uh. except their fans. Except course. their fans, yep. You know. Uh oh, and I, and it's like boy, that looked weird, but yeah, I'm and I'm sort of guilty for being a fan of Miami just because it's yeah. mostly because I was a Dwayne fan. Still a good guy. Yeah, what's that? I'm still a good guy. You said. Yeah, you're still a good thank, guy. Thank you. Yep, yep. That's because I'm my main team is the Wolves. Yep. <laughs> but it's it was mostly like Dwight Dwayne. Excuse me, was my favorite player in the league, but during this lockout, it's like boy, I kind of a lot of my favorite players. Going into like the last several years, you know, during this lockout, it they kind of rubbed me raw a little bit. Like the Paul Pierce's Garnett, I already had really. Yeah. I mean, my interest in Kevin Garnett Wayne has been way on the wane for ten years, yeah. ten bleeping years, ladies and gentlemen. Two thousand one, I started to not like Garnett, but Pierce, Garnett, uh, Wade, LeBron, all of them, they really rubbed me raw this uh, <laughs> during this lockout with the way they act. It was really bad. Bad, very selfish, very money, 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 and that's it, basically. Yeah, like yeah. they vote against any agreement, no matter what happened. 
which is a big fat, I'm going to say it, a big fat F you to the fans of the NBA, yeah. the way they acted. And then they tried to make it seem like, well, we're doing this for the future. We're doing this for the rookies. <laughs> if they're doing no. it for the rookies, they would have... Uh, they wouldn't have done what they did. It would have been over with a long time ago. They would have made an agreement saying, you know what, we want this to be, you know, for the fans, you know, we do want want this to be fair. We shouldn't just, you know, uh, gang up with the other superstars of the league. Yeah, and just just beat around the bush basically for months too. Yeah, and they made it so bad did. with the uh, owners that the owners would have just said, you know, Okay, we can't do this because you're gonna. We know you guys team up with each other. We saw this mm-hmm. coming with LeBron. Yeah, it happened. Now we got Carmelo deal, and we know Chris. We're talking to you. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Paul, yeah, really. we're talking to you, man. We're talking to you, Chris. We know what you want to do. Yes. I mean, come on. Yeah, and it was one of those things where it was just floating there. You just knew it was going to come up at some point. Yeah, and, and they're lucky that the owners decided to well, go ahead with this with this mm-hmm. because lucky. it could have easily have not happened, and then what would happen to all the uh, the rookies? Mm-hmm. They would get nothing. Uh, you know, the yeah. whole year they would be literally unemployed for a season. That's bad. News. And they could be playing right now mm-hmm. in college. Yeah, if nothing would have happened, at least get a little bit better. Maybe some of the underclassmen yeah. types. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah they could have used a little development. Like, you think Kyrie Irving could have used another year of development? Oh, yeah. Cantor. <laughs> Cantor, yeah. Cantor is Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't played in like two years, has he? Yeah. Enos Cantor hasn't played for two years. Then you have Kyrie who's played 11 games. I mean, he, he's as raw as... He's as raw as a steak at the grocery store. Ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, he's raw. He's good, but he is raw. I mean, John Wall is still raw. You know? Yeah, he played some pickup games, but you can't really say much about those. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> some of the videos we're going to get into later on... I mean, yeah, there's no defense in them. I mean, they're entertaining, but it's basically just guys standing there watching guys dunk. Yeah. Well, I, did see, uh, I, I, I did watch a couple of the uh, pickup games with the wall, and mm-hmm. his shot is, is a little better. That's honestly. encouraging. Yeah, that's encouraging because that was one of his weak points. His shot just wasn't that great. Yeah. He's, he's, he's just, yeah, you know, the whole season as a freshman with Kentucky, he, looked, he just looked raw to me. I was like, why is everybody acting like he's, you know, the next – uh, Gaten in his prime, you know. I just I I, I, I don't know, like a, like a better Peyton almost to what they're acting like. Raw, he's still too raw. Maybe yeah. If the jump shot starts developing. There there yeah. you go. Oh there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got wall. Okay sorry. Now we're gonna start imitating Al Pacino again, right? <laughs> Hope you guys like that in episode seventy. We'll just throw that out there. That was so fun. Oh my god, that was fun. But no, the players coming out really looking like a-holes. They, they really did. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. lot of them, especially the, you know, a lot like 99, where they had a full player vote, which finally ended the damn thing. Well, a little vulgar here. No, not too bad. But no, they finally ended it. What was it? The final vote was like 300 to 5. And the five were the aging, overpaid SOBs, Alonzo Mourning, Patrick Ewing, guys like that. I, I forget who the others were. And uh, Malone had to be one of them. Had to be. Uh, you know, and then you got Garnett and Pierce and guys like that again who would against it. You know, actually, the, there wasn't a vote. They probably yeah. figured that was going to happen again, but they're like, okay. They never voted. Let's not vote. Yeah, they never got to vote. The time they finally got to vote was let's recertify the union and put an end to this foolishness. And right after they recertified the union, players were, players and slash rosters were listed on NBA sites again for the first time in several months. 
Yeah. Cool. That's when you know the lockout's really over when you start seeing the rosters back on the websites. Because <laughs> they were basically booted up. Yeah, websites ever since, uh, ever since uh, the lockout started. So with that, we're going to take us a quick break, and we were we are going to get into the Timberwolves uh, right after this. back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 71, which is a reminder for iPod users and all MP3 players out there as well. So, yep, like the Zoom and which are very cool stuff, <laughs> and they cost less. That's the good part. But, uh, yep, here we go. Your 2011, or, well, basically 2012 Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, here, here they come. Here they come. How, how excited are you? I'm excited. Very. Oh, I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited. You have Coach Rick Edelman. You have Ricky Rubio. So we got the Ricks. We got the Ricks in the house for the first time. You're going to see Derek Williams debut. Kevin Love. That's right, Kevin Love. Kevin Love. Should we start with uh, the guy a lot of people would call the franchise player? Oh my, Kevin Love is 25 pounds short, uh, slimmer. He's more muscular, and uh, yeah, like you noticed some pretty interesting stuff about him, didn't you? When just seeing like videos of at just the way he uh, the way he goes basically out there. He just he he looks a lot more athletic, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Now the million dollar question is: Can he still rebound at that clip with a, a lot being thinner? You think? He can? That's gonna. I'm not sure. I, we'll have to wait and see. Is because it'll be all about uh, boxing out. Mm-hmm, and I position. believe that I thought it was more of uh, strength and weight. Yeah, it's kind of a combination. I mean, positioning is a big thing for good rebounders out there in the league. Uh, Rodman was a phenomenal positioner. Kevin Love, obviously, as well. He's a bull. He averaged about 16 rebounds a game last year. Yeah. Can he duplicate that? Um, I say, yeah. I say, why not? I mean, Rodman wasn't necessarily the biggest, heaviest guy, was he? No. Rodman was not heavy, and he wasn't tall either. Well, go ahead. Another thing was, well, yeah, but Rodman was strong, so he Very. will have to... Uh, I say hit the weights a little bit. Now what he yep. will do is because I know that you know he wasn't the fastest guy in the league, but no. he would cheat. Yeah. For the rebounds, he'll leave the guy. He wouldn't contest the shot. Mm-hmm. If the guy is going for a shot, Kim Love will already start turning around mm-hmm. and boxing him out just in case the guy misses. Yeah. But this time with you know his loss of uh, weight, he'll be a little faster so he can you know. Uh, Change direction. Yeah. Yep. Well, finally mm-hmm. contest the shot. Yeah. If he does miss, he's fast enough to go for that rebound. Yeah, instead of having to cheat and, like, leave his man, thus, obviously, you're uh, taking a little to get a little, so to speak, yeah. taking away from defense to get an extra rebound or two yeah. and become a rebounding champion rather than be a, you know, stop a couple of shots once in a while. Maybe, yeah, yeah some change some shots. I think, yeah, Kevin Love, I think he will have the ability to change some shots uh, this year with that added athletic ability and quickness. I got to think so. Uh, it's, fun. <laughs> it's fun to watch Kevin Love. Yes, it is. He's, he's going to be, uh, 
You think Kevin Love returns to the All-Star game this season? Uh, the, uh. It depends on if he gets his three-point shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he he, he, he was kind of like lucky to get in there in the first place. Mm-hmm. To get he, in the first time? Yeah, it could have been either him or Aldridge easily. He could have gone either way. But, oh, that's uh, right, Aldridge, yeah. yeah <laughs> to, for there to be no doubt, uh, he would have to, again... Get double doubles. Yeah, uh, start winning more games. Yep, you know that's a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, and him um, on the defensive end have to be much, much better. Be more of a factor. Yep, be more of a factor defensively, yep. changing those shots. Uh, he does have fairly long arms. His legs don't seem that long. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. that's weird, isn't it? But I guess I mean that's just the way people are designed. I guess you know everybody comes out differently. Comes out. That's kind of a fun way to put it, but it's true. Um, yeah, I, I think he can change some shots. I, I do. Obviously, Randolph is an even much bigger piece for that with a shot-blocking category out there. Um, Kevin Love, though, definitely. I, I think he has a... I, I think he improves. And obviously, Ricky Rubio's passing, which is amazing. We're going to be seeing some alley-oops. Some really cool alley-oops, I think, with the Gloves, the Randolphs, and the, the Derek Williams out there. That, that's going to be fun, isn't it, to watch? Yeah. Rubio. <laughs> Really can't wait for that. Yeah, because I mean Rubio, that guy is. Uh, yeah, I mean you're 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 becoming a aren't you? Hmm. Are you becoming a believer in Rubio? Uh, yeah, I, I was I was doubting him. I was a doubter at mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. But uh, after seeing a couple, oh, it's a couple clips. I know I shouldn't really change my mind, but I'm starting to see a talent there and what he was saying about the uh, reasoning of uh, not doing so well. Uh, before you got here, yeah. Um, I think that if if it has to be, well, Adamant has to let him do his thing. Let mm-hmm. him work through, you know the, uh, you know being a rookie. Work through the kinks, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. And uh, I think if it, if it let's let's Ricky go out there and, and and do his own thing, then I think he can be uh, successful here in uh, the NBA mm-hmm. on, on the Wolves. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's more of a wait and see, but but the excitement is definitely there. The excitement is absolutely there. The guy has the pat. He might, you know. I I was thinking this, but going into the show tonight, that I was going to say this, and just in conversation leading up to the show, this guy Ricky Rubio, from what I can see, in limited basis, but still, I mean, when you're seeing it, you just you can't believe it. The guy. I believe, honest to God, will be the best passer in the league within yeah. two to three years. Yeah, you, you can definitely see it. Mm-hmm. You can see it. He's he's got Magic Johnson like passing skills, folks. Yeah, he does. And and it's and I'm not just coming up here precision. Yeah, th- this isn't Jason Williams. This is not Jason Williams. A lot of people want to compare him to that guy, where you know he's trying to do all these crazy fancy passes that are that work sometimes and sometimes they don't. Type of deal with like mm-hmm. with Jason Williams. There, this 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 one's a little different, I think. This guy's different. I mean, yeah. that behind-the-back flip to, to uh, Joe Kim Noah. Now, I understand they weren't playing against the the Detroit Pistons. They weren't playing yeah. against the bad boys or anything with Rodman and Blaine Beer and all that, Mahorn and all those guys. But I'm telling you, to have precision yeah. accuracy, bullseye. Yeah. Just be able to pull that off. He threw a bullseye flip behind the back. We're talking three-fourths of a court into the breadbasket of Joe Kim Noah. 
I mean, it was like Tom Brady, man. It was like Tom Brady from a touchdown pass. I couldn't believe how accurate it was. That 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 was weird. How accurate it was, wasn't it? Yeah, no defense now, <laughs> just to be able to do that. Yeah, you know, to be that accurate. I mean, even if the defense was good, the ball was in the bread basket, folks. Yeah. I mean, as in, like it was a touchdown pass. <laughs> it was it was over Joachim Noah's shoulder and, and, and perfectly into his hands, where where all he needed to do was catch it and make a layup. You know, yeah, and, crazy. And, and we did see that Ricky has. Uh, uh, has a shot. He does have a shot. He's uh, got the three-point ability now. Yeah, I won't say he's, you know... It's developing. Ray Allen or, you know, Pierce mid-range, you know, capabilities, but... Yeah. He he will make the defense honest. It won't mm-hmm. be like Rondo. No. You know? Or especially early on, Rondo wasn't a good shooter. Yeah, he wasn't he shooting been, at all, yeah. He'd nope. be... Mm-hmm. Don't have to worry about being near Rondo. Mm-hmm. But, Man. yeah, it, it, he'll keep the defense uh, honest. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing with uh, guys like uh, Beasley, you know, Love. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of guys on the team can, can shoot. Yeah, they keep they can. And, and yep, they, they can shoot. You know, you have the, yeah, like Williams can shoot too. At least yeah. in college he could. And yeah. those all those tests that I was talking about in the previous show, I, in fact, that was a while ago, like early May, early to late September, the guy has, a, he has long range and he's powerful inside. Yeah, Williams. And, and if uh, Randolph is, is starting center or, you know, if he's on the floor, mm-hmm. Randolph has a decent mid-range. It's not mm-hmm. the best, but he, he can shoot not the, the mid-range. Yeah, and then his uh, attack to the basket is off the, oh, yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. You have at least uh, four guys, four guys on this team. If not, well, you probably could even say five because of Wesley. Yeah. Um, five guys, four and a half, five guys that can explode to the back yeah. with the right passing point guard, which Luke Ridnar was not. Johnny Flynn, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Our whole start, no. starting, you know, the, the with the Rubio and the, with the starting four, all those guys can go to the basket. Mm-hmm. And with Kevin all Love, with his mm-hmm. weight loss, mm-hmm. I haven't seen how explosive he is. I know he can dunk. Yeah, yeah. And... That was before he lost the weight. Now with the weight loss, mm-hmm. you know I'm really excited. It's, it's, I'm just excited. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited too. I mean, the optimism right now is really high, and thank God. I mean, we as Wolves fans got paid when that lockout ended. Yeah, it did. I mean, that text message I got at 6:06 a.m. Saturday morning. I forget which. What was the date? The 28th. Like now I'm all screwed uh, up with the date. I feel like an idiot. It doesn't really matter, you guys. It's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, but was, that was awesome. I mean, it was, yeah, buddy. I'll never forget that. Uh, 26. There it is. 26. Because I had this look. I just wanted to. Yeah, that, yeah, buddy. That was really cool to see that. Um, that was really, really cool to see that, by the way. It felt so good. <laughs> no, he's looking for a name. Oh, I have it. It was cool. Yep, and yeah, I mean, Ronnie Coleman is the guy that got that going. But um, it, <laughs> that was fun. It was uh, good times right there. That morning was so exciting. And here we are. Here we are. Wolves fans got paid. We are in. We're going to get to finally see our guys. We're going to see what, what happens here. Some explosivity to the basket is going to happen. Yes, it is. We're going to see guys explode to the basket all over the place. You know, even Darko Milicic is going to uh, gain out of this, uh, out, of, out of Rubio, I think, honestly. 
Yeah, but I don't expect, uh, even though I'm excited, it's now, I'm more focused on the team's development than I am wins right now. Because we all know how we're feeling, you know, people were asking, how many wins do you think we're going to get this season? Yeah. 35, you know. 35. I'm not even concerned (laughs) about wins right now. I want to see, I mean, I, I want, want them to win. Yeah, it's more I, I hope about so. Development right now for this season at least. Yeah, because this season I want wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's too many rookies right now. I mean, you have two two of your major cogs are rookies. Yeah, uh, Rubio and Williams obviously have not played in the NBA yet, and they've not even practiced really with the NBA team yet yeah. either because of, for obvious reasons. If there was no lockout, they would have been able to practice together during the summer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they had the option to practice together, but it would have been more like in a unified situation, all in the target center and stuff, which they used to do. Um, couldn't do that. They couldn't work with the coaches like Adelman and stuff or yeah. who, who, whoever. And I honestly, now they get through finally. And I honestly think that our, uh, you know, well, our preseasons will go into. I think we're just gonna write off the season. As, as a Wolves team because I think our guy we have so many guys at every position yep that's a big thing yeah so many back to backs yep I'm thinking most teams their starters are going to be tired oh yeah our stars our starters and our bench guys are like almost equal except yeah. for a couple of them except for a couple of them yep yeah, so basically we're going to have one you know one you know one team play you know mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. stars play one game the other back to back, the third one. Yeah, you hit, yeah. You know, our bench are the starters. Mm-hmm. Then we have you know uh, Ridnar starting and Ridnar like, uh, Ellington maybe if he's still here. Yep. Uh, Webster uh, Williams and then Randolph if he's not the uh, the uh, starting center by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, which is possible. Yeah, yep. you have to assume all the other starters are tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if in talent wise. Uh, uh, I think we're a pretty deep team. Oh yeah. The, In terms of at least guys that deserve to play. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guys that deserve playing time. I mean, like almost basically everybody on the roster deserves playing time. Yeah. In general, I mean, because Johnny Flynn's gone, so. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would say at least there's this just one guy I wouldn't want to see and take up minutes from someone else. That's Lazar. Oh, that's yeah. Who am I fool? Yeah, who am I fooling? That's number twelve right there. I think that's Lazarus. Why yep. Yeah, I, I, I want to see Lee play. Oh yeah, man. And there's so Lee, many yeah. back to backs. We can have you know one game where Tolliver's mainly in. He's a starter. Mm-hmm. Lee's a starter. Mm-hmm. You know those guys who who won't get many minutes. It would be I mean, uh, uh, Ridnour point at point guard. Lee or or Lee at point guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellington, Lazar yep. in and small forward. Mm-hmm. Just to see what just see what these guys can do if they're full, if they have yeah, started minutes. Yeah, and then uh, Pekovic at, at center. Yep, he's still here. Yep, yeah, he's still here. So <laughs> he'll need minutes. So. Yeah, and he does need minutes. He's he he outplayed Darko. You could say last year, Pekovic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you could say if Darko was injured. If but yeah, Pekovic, he, he would get fouled out in a couple minutes. So, yeah. mm-hmm. That's the thing. He's not. He doesn't. You know, at least as of last season, unless something's changed. You know, beyond you know, maybe there's been yeah. unseen changes during the lockout, but yeah, the guy was kind of like Craig Smith in terms of uh, foul trouble. Yeah, he always is in foul trouble. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I actually think we should do that. Just mix it up. Uh, maybe keep Love in there for the whole game, or Beasley, or 
Actually, not Beasy. Uh, Williams <laughs> is there. Williams, yeah. And then just have Lee uh, Ellington come in and uh, Tolliver the next game have Ridnour in there. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just so you guys can get some minutes, just so we can uh, either showcase the guys who we know we don't need more. To try to trade, yep. Yeah. Lazarus. <laughs> Lazar. I keep calling him Lazarus. Yeah, Brad, if he stays oh, here. Yep, Brad Miller's too. Yep, Brad Miller is a Timberwolf as of right now. Yeah, to see if for yep. any uh, championship team, you know, who needs that extra... Extra push. Extra big man, yep. Yeah. A little bit of veteran leadership. Yeah, because that's the other thing. The Wolves need leadership yeah. as well, you know. And some people look as Brad, Brad, excuse me, at Brad Miller as that. And he obviously loves playing with Edelman. That's with a good playing for Rick Edelman, not with. But uh, he loves, yeah, he loves the idea of that at least. Um, who knows what's going <laughs> to, who knows what's going to happen. I mean, free agency is going to get interesting. Um, those those multiple games, though, yeah, and you, we're going to see some interesting lineups and a chance yeah. to see what a lot of these guys can do. Yeah, I mean, Ellington, we have an idea, but at the same time, what is it going to be his third season? So maybe yeah. you'll see dramatic improvement. Yeah. And, and if we don't, he's probably not going to be back yeah, next so season. I don't see what hurt to give uh, to give those guys starter minutes. Especially the the back to back games. Yeah, or even back to back back. Yeah, number yeah. three. That game was gonna get weird. Yep. Yeah. Just let, just let the bench play. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And Some, see what happens. Especially with Lee. I'm. I'm, I'm to see yeah. What, yeah. I want to see what Lee can do. And actually, I, I would. If he's a, as explosive as explosive as I've seen him mm-hmm. on some of the pickup games, again, you know, you can't put too much into them. Yeah. Yep. But you can see some explosiveness there, and he can finish at at the at the basket. That's a good thing. Which I wish yep. uh, Telfair could have done when he was with us. Because mm-hmm. I actually like Telfair. Yeah. I would, I would trade Ridnar. I would trade Ridnar and keep Telfair as a backup. It'd be nice. We should have kept Telfair to begin with. I don't see why he didn't get more minutes than Flynn. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Was, or especially than Ridnar, too. But Flynn, yeah. yeah. Flynn, it was actually worse showing him play. <laughs> Who, Flynn or what? Yeah, it's it oh, because yeah. he was so bad. Yeah. Like, it took away from his value. Mm-hmm. He was better off having Flynn not play. Yeah, just so you can get some type of like, well, maybe he he, mm-hmm. he can play. You know, he's yep. got some potential. <laughs> just like uh uh, yep. Darko and Randolph, they didn't get any minutes exactly, you know? and we got intrigued and made a move. Yeah, basically, like we might get some veteran piece. Yeah, we just let Flynn get minutes and just expose him. I mean, he's, he's a bad player. It's just like ah, uh, we don't want this sop. No. <laughs> Yeah, all we could do was get a thirty-five-year-old injured, injured yeah. center and cash. That's all we got for him. Yeah, Telfer was and a trade down. Yeah, Telfer was yeah. The one thing about Telfer, watch out for a little bit. Was a contract year again, and he's always seemed to be kind of one of those contract year guys. Yeah, but still, he he was he, he looked different though than his previous contract years. He actually looked smarter. Yeah, he was an actual point guard for us because mm-hmm. he had him doing. He looks smart. Yeah, he he did shoot, but because of uh, prior experience with him, mm-hmm. it's like he, whenever he shot, it was like don't, don't yeah, do it, don't yeah, do in it. the past, yep, yeah. And when he mm-hmm. did shoot, it was it was smart. He played smarter basketball. It was different. Yep. Yeah, man, Ridenauer. I mean, come on, those in the game situations. Mm-hmm. He you killed us. Yeah, you can't tell me that Telfair was worse than Ridenauer. I mean. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it just seemed like Telfair uh, over the last three years or so, like you went up for whatever reason. Like, after he left yeah. Minnesota, his IQ went up, and he came back, and it was different. It was just strangely yeah, different. And it seemed like he went next to some guys. Who, Telford? When they're open, no, Ridnar. Oh, Ridnar, yeah. That, 
That was just bizarre, those those late game situations. <laughs> yeah, like when you yeah. listen back to old episodes, if you guys ever like to do that on the sportsup.com, those icon or I archives icons, excuse me. <laughs> but no, it, you could hear us you can hear me flipping out, you could hear both of us flipping out about some of those decisions by Luke Ridnour, which honestly I think could and should have gotten Rambus fired because yeah. how, why are these mistakes not getting best? like it's almost like just go out and do it again. Damn it, go out and screw it up again. No. <laughs> and again, and again. It was every time. And he was pulling up, he was doing pull-up jumpers as if he was MJ against the Orlando Magic in the 90s. It's like, dude, come on. He's pulling, he's taking pull-up jumpers like he's, like, that's his team. I couldn't stand it. Really, when when I when I watched an old, uh, some old Bulls games, you know, Ridnar reminded me of a little bit. Uh, you know, another guy that I think, yeah, they... <laughs> Phil Jackson did something that Kurt Ramos didn't do. What did Phil Jackson do to B.J. Armstrong? B, that's who I'm trying to lead up to. Oh, B.J. was kind of obnoxious. He would just keep shooting, you know, regardless if it went in or didn't. He would just keep hogging the ball, right, all the time. Phil, what did Phil Jackson do? Even though the guy made his three-point shot, he didn't just say, oh, stay in there. He took him out. He took him out. Even though he made it, it's like, dude, that was a really ill-advised shot. What are you doing? You know, sure, you got lucky. Thanks, we appreciate it, and sit down. <laughs> Kurt Rambis wouldn't do that with Luke Ridnour, because well, Luke Ridnour is the 29-year-old veteran, but if he's going to be like this ca- you know, co-captain of the team, play like it. You know, he, yeah. The guy didn't play yeah. like a co-captain, did he? No, he didn't. <laughs> That's why I think uh, hopefully it'll be... Uh, and I like it this way. I like having a... Just like the... Uh, uh, Celtics. You have Rondo. Mm-hmm. Didn't shoot much. Pure point guard. Yep. Then you had. Uh, oh, he was good. Mm-hmm. Eddie House. Oh, yeah. that's who it is. Yep. Excuse me. Yep. Eddie House. Yeah. Came in for scoring. Yep. And so we have that same thing with uh, uh, Rubio and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully Lee. Yeah, well, Malcolm Lee. I mean, a lot of people. I pretty much thought he was drafted as a shooting guard, but apparently he can play a little point guard too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I mean, maybe he can be kind of an Eddie House because, I mean, Eddie House is a shooting guard, basically, who in a point yeah. guard's body. Yeah. That might be what's going on with Lee, I guess. He's kind of a shooting guard in a point guard's body type of situation. Yeah, with that, mm-hmm. you know, our, our bench coming in doesn't mean that, okay, well, the other team can start scoring on us now. Yeah. So we can still keep, you know, we can still score, even though we have a bench in. Yeah, it's not like we're going to die if... Uh, like a lot of our benches in, whereas in some years you could have said that a little bit. And our bench is Webster. Yeah, he's Lee, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Williams. Williams, or, yep, and maybe Randolph. Yeah, Randolph. Randolph showed that when uh, Kevin Love got injured, he could still produce. Mm-hmm. Almost just as well. More was, blocks, minus remarkable. a couple rebounds. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's and he's still young. Mm-hmm. He is really young. And now he's stronger. <laughs> And even if he had Tolliver, and Tolliver can shoot. He had a high percentage, and he hustles. Mm-hmm. And he's, and he's probably the captain, I think. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I think he's the captain, yep. at least as of right now. Yep. That's what I'm saying. If, if you know, certain games, if we had those guys starting, mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll win. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll be Maybe. competitive. <laughs> yeah. We'll make completely dumb decisions all the time, like Luke. Yeah. Somebody needs to kick Luke around. I mean, and hopefully Edelman does if he has to. That's sad when you gotta like you know take your veteran out of the game because he's in he's playing like a rookie, isn't that sad? Yeah, he was he was he wasn't making any smarter decisions than Johnny Flynn <laughs> at all. 
Yeah. Like, come on. And the whole time I'm thinking, okay, where's where's Sebastian? Where's Sebastian? Where is Sebastian? He, like, got buried. They buried him. For what? <laughs> I'm, uh, mysteries beyond my control. Yeah, that yeah. Really, no sense to me. <laughs> no, that was really weird. What were they thinking? What were they smoking? And how much did it cost? No, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't understand it. Some of Flynn's passing skills improved, but not not enough. Too many turnovers, like beyond yeah. beyond human recognition. And I remember one game; it was uh, it was Flynn against uh, Chris Paul. It was no. another point guard. Hmm? I'm not sure if it was uh, uh, Lowry. Uh, I'm not sure. Thinking about Chris. No. Uh, I know that the, the, he made an admission just to go against the other point guard, shooting threes back and forth. That might have been or Aaron Brooks or something. Was yeah, it Aaron I, I Brooks? I think it might have been Brooks. Yeah, it was Houston. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. you're thinking about Lowry. I yeah. think it's Houston with Brooks. Brooks. Yep. yep. Yeah. Against Rick Edelman. Oh, Just good. made it a mission. <laughs> Just made it a personal mission. Like, you, you know, like, you know, go back and forth. Or you make a three, okay, I'll try to make a three. Mm-hmm. It's just... It was just ridiculous. Yeah, and as a battle, he just wasn't going to win, unfortunately. He yeah. just wasn't, because Brooks was, like, hotter than, than you know, the, <laughs> hotter than damnation. You know, he was yeah, so hot. Hey, you're not good <laughs> enough to do that, you yeah. know. And if you, you know, it's like, why would you do that? And if, mm-hmm. you, you can do that if you, if you miss, you know, your team is good enough to get the ball back and then keep scoring, you know, to eventually win. Mm-hmm. But mm. I'm just glad he's gone. I'm really glad Johnny Flynn is gone, and it's sad to say it because of how much I endorsed him and everything going yeah. into that year. But he's now on that team, and now he's on that team. So that's the funny part. You put all these dots come together. I guess Johnny Flynn played so crazy and kept competing. He, he was auditioning. He was auditioning. You know, and you look at it. I, I guess he was. You know, I guess that's the only logic you can come up with with uh, yeah. why Houston would make that move. They they like something. Yeah, we we I like guess. what we saw out there in Johnny. <laughs> uh huh. Like, even though Brooks is making nine like, threes in a row. Get uh-huh. Come and take them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and don't worry about the whole Brooks hitting nine threes on him or anything. Yeah. Just just uh, pay attention to the fact that Johnny was saying, no, yeah. no, I'm not beaten. I'm going to keep shooting. His lack of defense. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I mean, honestly, he has to have the worst defense in the league. It was so bad. He cost us multiple games. Chris Paul just... Chris Paul basically just looked one way, and Johnny Flynn went there and was like, see a yeah, wide-open layup. He just treated everyone like the old Rondo. Mm-hmm. Just nowhere near the guy. Not even close. <laughs> Not close. And it was Chris Paul. It wasn't, yeah, like you were saying, the old Rondo, who you don't really worry about shooting. Yeah. Chris Paul just walked in for a layup. He, he didn't have to make a move. He just walked in. Had a wide-open layup. It was like, see ya. And that happened on the last play of the game when you have to make the guy miss, like, right. please miss the shot. It wasn't like, you know, with like three minutes left in the second quarter, well, oh, shucks, he scored, you know? <laughs> it was like the game-changing moment right there, and he flailed. I almost really, I almost swore. <laughs> I almost said that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm just so, so happy with this team. Uh, uh, leaped up. Yep, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm jumping know, another on guy we much. forgot about. Beasley. Yes. The Beast. He's another guy who lost a lot of weight. He did. He yeah, did. I really think he's, he's trying to stick to that uh, small forward spot. The beast, yeah. Because, I mean, he obviously has competition at it now more than he's had. Yeah. Derek Williams is absolutely competition at that position. Well, I think Williams, he, 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 again, Williams lost weight. Mm, Derek Williams? Yeah. Mm. Not not as much as BZ, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But, but Williams has lost some weight. And I think that he's going to get time at the small forward 
in the power forward spot. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm, he's going to get his minutes. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, Beasley or Williams? Uh, Williams. Oh, yeah. He, he's definitely going to get some serious playing time. And, and it's like, in a way, you almost have to because the second overall pick. But then again, who am I to say that with uh, Marvin Williams in Atlanta? You know, that did not work out at all. He's just a role player at best, Marvin. I think eventually I would want Beasley to be a uh, six-man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll, he'll accept that. It's one of those situations where if something doesn't change in his game, he's going to have to be a six-man. Yeah. His defense is like, horrible. His shot selection is below average. Uh, when he puts the ball on the floor, you kind of hold your breath. Yeah. He's yeah. got Antoine Walker written on him. And a lot of turnovers. <laughs> lots of turnovers. I mean, was it five or five or six here and there? It's like, that's not accept that's just not acceptable mm. at all. I can't handle it. <laughs> He's not a point guard, yet sometimes he tries to be, it seems like. Everybody wants to be something they're not. Have, have yeah. you ever noticed that? Well, it's like as our <laughs> team are like positions huh? that they, they shouldn't be in. Yeah, it's like weird. Jason, I'd rather have him a small forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's something we have like sworn by since he came yeah. in the league. He is a small forward. Yeah, I, yes. For fun, I would actually like to, I would like to see him, at, uh, you know, as a Laker. No, don't say that. Just, no. just to <gasps> have, so Kobe would have Ouch. Kobe would have his Pippen. Mm -hmm. I think Laker. eventually, if Johnson got a uh, better handles, mm -hmm. I think he'd be better than uh, Granger, more of a Pippen than Granger. Wow. Wow, that's a statement because Granger can score too. He's like a twenty-five yeah. point guy, like. But maybe, yeah, maybe Granger really isn't. Uh, it's like his twenty-five might be bloated a little bit because there isn't much scoring options over yeah, there. That's part yeah. of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's gotta be. Just like Walker's scoring went way up when he went to Atlanta one year. I mean, he was averaging like twenty-three a game. Like you don't think of Antoine is a twenty-three guy, do you? No. Never. You know, but yeah, because he was just a, he was just hogging the ball because there was nobody else there to yeah, score. Yeah, with Johnson's defense, uh, I think he, he'll be the, the Pippen. He could be. I mean, yeah, I mean, Atlanta, excuse me, L.A., not Atlanta. You know, he doesn't really have one because Gasol kind of, yeah, he kind of fell asleep again. Yeah. And this time it looks permanent. <laughs> he fell asleep a couple of years ago against the Celtics when the Celtics won their title in 08. And then he looked good for two years and won two titles and yeah I I I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you kind of say I don't know. I won't say our chess is a pippin. He's, he's mm, kind of yeah. He's on defense. Yeah, well, he's a phenomenal yeah. defender. Yeah. yeah, when healthy. <laughs> yeah, and when he's engaged in not sleeping, he's kind of lazy sometimes. Our test. Yeah, I wouldn't ask him to do much scoring. Uh -uh. No, he, he can't either. It's bad. <sighs> Even though he's in his thirties, he's still a dumb dumbass. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> he still is. Oh, man. I can't believe he said that, though. Look at you. <laughs> That's like our favorite player, pretty much. Wesley Johnson. Like, uh, I'd like to see him as a Laker. Look at you. Look at you. Well, I'd rather us have a, uh, a Jordan type. What we need uh, a shooting guard like Kobe. We need uh, our yes. Crawford. Yes, Jamal. Look at you. Maybe Crawford. Of course, he's like he's like a free agent whore right now, though. Everybody wants him. Oh yeah, that's that sucks. You yeah. know, just like Nene too. Ah, oh, everybody wants Nene. Oh, they're asking for a lot. Nene, uh, mm -hmm. Nene and the Chandler. Mm-hmm. I think we got Chandler. That'll be that'll, if you got Chandler, our team looks so much better. Mm-hmm. Two other stars. It would. If it would look better because we have the cap space to make some type of financial move. Yeah, because if you look at our, our roster with the you know the uh, the pictures, yeah, 
Yeah, it was like, there's no star there. (laughs) No. Looking at our team, it's like, okay, uh, well, they all have a lot of potential. Love can rebound, but, you know, BZ's hit or miss. We know he can score, but there's no, like. He's hit or miss, yep. There's no names that, like, hop out at you. Like, your average fan. Maybe Rubio later, but not yet. Too early, right? Yeah, but if you see Chandler, you know, other side of be like, okay, maybe they have something going there. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll check them out, you know. He's a piece, yep. I'm, like, afraid of, like, I don't know. It's like, who who is going to come here? That's really the hard part. Like, to, uh, a lot of people said we were going to make a heavy push for uh, um, Shane Batty. Oh, and by the way, folks, as you can tell, we're slowly merging into free agency now from the Wolves. But it's kind of the same thing. The Wolves and free agency merge together. We'll eventually close with the predictions. We'll get to that shortly. Um, but, yeah. Uh, right now, I guess Chuck Hayes has kind of been the f- favorite for yeah. the Wolves uh uh, free agency, it's not very exciting, but I guess not the worst thing you ever heard. Chan- Chandler, it's like, I, I think that's another one of those deals where everybody wants him, you know, Nene, Crawford, and mm-hmm. Chandler. Everybody wants those guys. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't see them getting any of them, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I would love it, but. For a lot. Yeah, they probably want 10 million bucks. Oh, it's higher than that. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh, crap. Because when I say 10, I mean like per year. It's even higher, huh? Yeah. So they want like twelve. Oh, great! And that doesn't surprise me. Started at uh, fourteen, or I'm not. Well, don't call me on that. Mm-hmm. No, and one thing again, the whole contract year thing. Watch out a little bit on those guys. I think, except for I think the safest bet when it comes to the whole contract year BS, because a lot of guys like Chandler and Nene, especially who have not had the most successful career consistently, you know what I mean, you, like yeah. year by year, yeah. year by year success, watch out for those guys in their contract years because they're going to look like an all-star. And then you sign them to $50 million in three years or something, or no, like probably more like 60 70 for five years, and you're going to be kicking yourself about a year and a half from now saying, why the Sam Hill did we sign this guy for 11 a year, you know, yeah. and when he's averaging like six points and, and six rebounds. You know, and playing like he's 40. It's like you're going to be madder than hell if, if that happens. And, uh, you know, basically, you know what they're, you know what it's like? You know, you could call it? What? Darko syndrome. <laughs> you yeah. know, Darko yeah. syndrome. Like, look, like, what well, was Darko anything as uh, exciting as he was the year we first got him? No. No, he was almost invisible last year. Darko. I, I, I have a sneaky feeling. Like, Nene has the most talented. I think overall, but no, I I don't know. I never really liked him. I never really liked or trusted Nene. Chandler has the special skills that that uh, Nene does not. In in general, like uh, Chandler, I think has a lot of special skills, but for whatever reason, he couldn't always put it together, and it drove people crazy. You know, hmm. like why isn't this guy consistently getting eleven rebounds and three blocks? Why is he sucking so bad? What the hell? <laughs> you know? And got people frustrated. To me, like, Jamal Crawford is the best buy, I think. If you want to look for a best buy out of the group. Yeah, Crawford, yeah, definitely. Because mm-hmm. I think he'd cost less, and you're most likely going to get the same production out of him that you've seen. And he has leadership skills, too. That's what I like about... Oh, my Lord. <laughs> okay, who's saying this? <laughs> Nene, wants, Nene wants 17. Oh, my. That's never going to happen. Chandler was 20. He, he can't. 
I hope that's not real. They're out of there. 17. Oh, my fudge knuckers. Okay, sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> I was dancing around saying uh, Jamal Crawford is the most leadership skills, but I pretty much closed on that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, he has the best leadership skills out of the, that Crawford, trio. Yeah, yeah Crawford. Crawford. That look, that's got to be exaggerated, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Did you hear those numbers, ladies and gentlemen? Chandler wanting $20 million. I, I, I don't know if I buy that. There's no way he gets, he's going to get that. I mean, ever you know, annually? No. He must think he's Garnett in his prime. But then again, I yeah, Garnett's now worth well, $20 knows, million. I think Chandler is asking for a lot because he knows how valuable he was in the, in the playoffs. He did help them win a title, like a title. You know, he knows that's a big how deal. much money uh, you know, the owners are willing to spend. Mm-hmm. Some owners out there are going to spend money, folks, yeah. unfortunately. Some of those owners are going to spend a lot of money, unfortunately, for Wolves fans and other guys like us. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> our, our owner is willing to spend. He is. If you think about given it. Given the right situation, yeah, he is. He has, and too much to the wrong guys. Yep, Garnett, so especially. Yeah, I think he knows he's been burned too many, too many times now. Mm-hmm. So now he's more concerned about breaking even. Yeah, it seems like it. I mean, at least they signed the coach. That's the good part. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I, no, I think he's more willing, especially if you got Adelman yeah. asking for some guys. Yeah. I think he's willing to uh, uh, shell out some money now. He I mean, he has. You know, again, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as you don't make the Trent and Hassel moves anymore. And oh, uh, Troy yeah. Hudson's, yep. That's where Amnesty yeah. would have been nice. Huh? <laughs> Hudson and Yarich and Hassel. Unforgivable contracts that just buried this team. Terrell Brandon was a really bad one. Terrell Brandon was a really bad one. Somebody's comparing. That's kind of crazy. Derek, somebody's comparing Derek Williams to Clint. That's kind of weird. Be nice, but I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I mean, yeah, nobody really knew what Kobe Bryant was going to be when he first came in the league. Yeah. And he ended up being a a, a lot. <laughs> he ended up being an awful lot, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was what the 17th pick in the draft by the Hornets. He was a nondescript high school player. Well, people knew he was good, but you never would have guessed what he was going to be. Ah, boy. For you, it's going to be fun. Like, a guy I would like the Wolves to get would be uh, Shane Battier. Would you like that? Yeah. Uh, at, at, at the right price. Yeah, at the right price. At the right mm-hmm. price. Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, again, for the right price. It's low. Not five a year. I don't know, but. Yeah. Uh, I, I would take a look at uh, my foul first. Oh, I love him. Oh, but do you remember the one thing about him, though? The silver lining? He's a restricted free agent, and the, and the Nuggets are way below the That's cap. Right. Meaning right. they're going to probably bank the, even even if we were crazy and tried to get him for, like, nine or something. They might even they might even match nine because they're crazy enough. Actually, He's I, good. I, I, I want the Wolves <laughs> to offer almost every free... Actually, every free... <laughs> offer know, sheets, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just to raise their prices. That would be funny, like crazy offer That's sheets. That's what yeah. every market team should do. Like yeah, you want you want you want to follow you want to follow yeah sixty million you sons of bitches okay yeah. I said it I and, said it and just I in swore. case a guy does you know one of the owners who aren't who are are willing to spend the money mm-hmm. say they do get a follow yeah you know a bloated price yeah that'd be funny you know amnesty this is <laughs> you know? that's funny go ahead and use it on them you know pay them and say okay. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Look at Marcus looking to find all these loopholes in the system. Or just, keep them, yep. or just keep them, and then for another <laughs> team who's over the cap, you didn't use yours yet, you know, yeah. I'll give you a follow, mm-hmm. you know, spin them off, or 
Mm, that's funny. You could just give him amnesty. You know, just get him out of here. That's yeah. it. That's funny. You'd still have to pay him, though. Yeah. That's, that's the crappy part. It's, it gets pricey. Like, like we'd have to pay him. Yeah. Even if we overpaid. Or just, oh, that would hurt. I think he might be able to trade him. I don't know. Maybe it was a bad idea, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as long as, yeah, maybe over... Yeah, overpriced him a little bit more yeah. than, you know... Overpriced him a little bit, not like $15 million or something. Yeah, That'd be like, yeah. whoops, you know? <laughs> like, ah, oh, crap, why did we do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, we just signed him to, like, a Kobe Bryant contract, and he's a follow, you know? Yeah. I like a follow, though. Oh, my. Anybody that can score and defend at his level is a valuable piece in this league. And he is a hell of a defender, isn't he? Yeah. And he can score at he can really score big time when when you need him to. He's gonna be fun. See, I, honestly, I haven't seen. I've I've heard about his uh, defensive skills, but I haven't seen him score that much. Mm-hmm. Not much. Yeah, I mean, it's not as much as, um, you know, <laughs> it's not as much as like the, the, the big timers out there in the league. I mean, I, now my mind is getting quiet. Well, like a Joe Johnson when he was really at it. Yeah, he's he's not even a Joe Johnson level of scorer or like a. Obviously not like the Kobe's and such, and LeBron's not even close. But he's 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 got some talent. I think he's got fifteen a game in him, somewhere in there. Yeah, but uh, I I know some people on uh, the web website I go to, mm-hmm. um, Real GM, yeah, are saying that uh, we should trade for, get a follow, mm-hmm. and then he'll be a starter, or trade Wesley. He'd start. He he would start here. I, 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 would, I would rather have Wesley starting. Those are a follow, see, yeah. I see more potential in, in, in Wesley because I think he can be a defender just mm-hmm. as good mm-hmm. and score more. You know, I mean, yeah, and that's a really valuable point for the listeners out there. I mean, Wesley Johnson, I think, is untradeable unless you're getting something awesome, like awesome in return. Yeah. That, yeah, I, I wouldn't trade Wesley Johnson for a follow either. Yeah, because you see how strong no. he is already. Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, well, I wouldn't. I'm gonna say Pippen. I see the same body type, long arms, strong. Yeah. He's not. He's not uh, Corey Brewer long. You know, he has some muscle in his arms, just like uh, Pippen. Corey he Brewer does. is, he does. is yep. long but really skinny. Yeah. You know, Big twig. Yep. And again, a uh, 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 Durant just long arms, but but. You know, he's not as skinny as as, as Brewer, but he's not as mm-hmm. big as as you see. Johnson can put on more muscle. He's got that frame. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the frame, doesn't he? Yeah. He's the frame to be something. Yeah, I mean, Wesley Johnson, I think, is the second most untradeable player. Or, well, maybe third because of Rubio now, but still. Yeah. And he might be more tradable than those two, but go ahead. Yeah. Maybe. If you think you. Because with Love's, like, there's no defense there. And what we saw from Randolph when Love was injured, it was kind of like, man, maybe we can do without Love. Maybe. It's a possibility. You just never know. That's why maybe the Hornets might be willing to deal Chris Paul because, oh, wait, they don't have Darren Collison anymore. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know what I mean? But when they were, remember? Because yeah. they had Darren Collison. Yeah. Yeah, back to Wesley. There's been a couple games where <laughs> where we've uh, won games because of his defense. He was very valuable. Like a Houston Rockets game last year. I think we won. Yeah, we did win a game in Houston last year, which shocked us. Yeah. We actually won a game in Houston, and he had four blocks in that game. Yeah, then that Warriors game, we blocked uh, Bonta at the end. Yeah. Yes, I do remember. That was awesome. We were just, like, watching, like, oh, wow, we, we beat him. That was great. Yeah, we beat the cursed, uh, the golden curse. Wolves always have trouble with that crazy Warriors team. 
Except when they had Chris Mullen and stuff, when they were supposedly really good, the Wolves and the Wolves were terrible way back in the early nineties. The Wolves would, <laughs> the Wolves would beat the Warriors then when the Wolves had nothing. Then the Warriors were really cry- crummy, and the Wolves are good, and the Warriors would beat us with twenty points. It's like what? Yeah. Isn't that weird? And ever since the Warriors have been the strangest team in the world against the Wolves. They're a weird team, but that was a nice win last year with the uh, old Wesley. Yeah, it's funny yeah. that that those games where we you got crushed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tolliver is now on the team. Yeah. Tolliver was like one of the pieces. Randolph. <laughs> yeah, we oh. with all these Warriors, didn't we? The yeah, only like those are the guys who had like their season high on us, and mm-hmm. now they're not. And they did. They did have a season high on us, and I guess that's why they're here. <laughs> like, hey, just like Johnny Flynn against the Rockets. There you go, Johnny yeah. Flynn. I'll never forget one thing too. Can I? Should I bring this up? I'm gonna side. I'm gonna digress for real quick. I have to say this. Just like Michael Olawa Candy when he was a Clipper came in and dominated the Wolves uh, and led the Clippers to their first win of the season when they were really bad. Olawa Candy dominated the Wolves in the post, and within a year he was a Timber Wolf. Ouch! I didn't say that. Man, uh, Joey, all right. I actually blocked them out of my memory. I, I just brought them back. I shouldn't have done that. I'm really sorry. Now I killed. Now I took all the energy out of this room, didn't I? This is lack of just, just uh, no effort at all. He was the laziest, most worthless. So uh, everything wasn't he? I'm sorry. Oh, look at Marcus's face. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I think I ruined him. I think I ruined his night. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we, we just got to go tase, uh, we just got to go tase him, right? <laughs> Remember he got tased at some nightclub because he was acting like an idiot, I guess, or something? Oh. He wouldn't leave or something? It was weird. It was something where he wouldn't leave and they tased him. Isn't that funny? <laughs> he got tased. <laughs> oh, man. I think they should have tased him on the basketball court. Like, hey, come on, show some effort. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or did he even do anything after that? Yeah, he'd probably so die or something. No, I didn't say that. I shouldn't talk about like ten minutes. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. He just zap him. So, in <sighs> anything else you want to say on the that's baloney, Duranda, Minnesota? No, <laughs> I don't know why people are doing that. But no, no, anything else we're forgetting on free agency, or should we into predictions? Yeah, ready for predictions? Yeah, are you ready? All right. Well, let's start with the Eastern Conference since it's not our conference. Um... So we're going to have the same format we did last year. We're going to have the uh, the flop in the Eastern Conference, then the surprise, and then the conference final final finalists and the winner in each conference for the West and the East. So you ready to go? Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first or should I go first? Okay. Well, in the East, boy, it's going to be tough. <laughs> surprise team in the East. Oh boy. Um, Atlanta. No, I'm kidding. No, no, Atlanta wouldn't be a surprise because they had a decent record last year and made it to the second round. Um, my surprise team will... No, I, I guess I'm going to go with... It's because, you know, I've been jumping back and forth again. I'm going to go with Indiana again. They have a nice young coach who's doing really well, uh, who did really well in the time he was there last year. They have a very talented roster. Uh, they might make some trades along the way here. They're constantly rumored in like all these different trade rumors out there, like Paul, Paul Rondo, all that. It's getting kind of weird, but um, I have a feeling Indiana's going to emerge at some point. I don't know why I'm picking them, honestly. I, I really, 
I'm not sure, in fact. But, I mean, I can't pick Philadelphia because their roster is not that great. The Bucks, I don't really feel like picking the Bucks, even though, I mean, they're they're more of a playoff team already anyway. Um, yeah, what happens to the Bucks? Um, what did happen to the Bucks? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I can't be anything of a surprise. So I'm going to go with Indiana again because I think they're going to be better than last year. Um, the Celtics are who they are. The Heat are who they are, blah, blah, blah. Detroit, I'm not going to pick them to surprise anybody because I hate that roster with a passion. Even though Lawrence Frank has got to be better than that pile of garbage they had last year as a coach. Because that Cooster or whatever the crap his name was, he was terrible. Terrible coach. Um, Indiana. Vogel, 38-year-old Vogel is the coach. I think the Pacers emerge. Um, so who is who, who is your surprise in the East? Yeah, I have to agree with you. For my uh, surprise team, it's Pacers. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if, if Hibbert shows... Um, that he can uh, play consistently like he, well, he did he did at the beginning of last season. Yeah. Um, yeah, they'll be a, v- a very good team. Uh, I, li- I like, uh, again, Collison. Collison. That's the key. If When the Chris Paul got injured, Collison looked, looked great. Yeah, yeah, when they're on the Hornets, yep. He was yeah. a rookie there. And I was actually, though he was playing so well, I was thinking maybe the Hornets would just trade Chris Paul now. Mm-hmm, yep. Remember all that? Yeah. Remember that? It was like, yeah, there you go. There's your superstar. Yeah, Chris Paul's injured. No. You know, he's, why keep him if you got this guy who mm-hmm. looks like he can do just just as good? Yeah, and then the Hornets could have gotten a lot of pieces in return for Chris Paul, maybe. Because, yeah. you know, they still view him as the top top two-point guard in the league. Yeah. And you got Carlson, who could be a top five, ten guy. And he didn't do as well last year for some strange reason, which surprised yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Like I picked them as a surprise team last year because of those additions, and, hmm, and, and like, maybe it was heck? coaching because you, you see what already happened to a to a a forward and oh that's right yep. and uh, Jamal Tinsley yeah yeah Jamal Tinsley yeah, yep Tinsley. yep now he yep, he's in the D league trying to get back at it yeah it's like point guards don't survive there uh-uh. it's weird. Though they, they fired the coach, uh, Jim O'Brien. That was yeah. one of the keys. And they got in the Vogel guy. He was kind of was the, it's, I guess, the interim that ended up surprising people and leading a team with a pretty nasty record to the eighth seed. So at least they kind of came back and made it. They had a winning record in a uh, not that good division. <laughs> it's a bad division with Chicago, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny when you look at that. Detroit and Cleveland. I mean, it was a decent division, though. Milwaukee. But... Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I saw it last year as well. Like, the Pacers is a perfect marriage. You have the penetrating passing point guard with a, a ton of great three-point shooters and a big man. Yeah. So yeah. why shouldn't the Pacers be like a 50-win team? Yeah. You know? And the what Hibber showed, it's like he, he couldn't be stopped in yeah. the beginning of the season. I don't know what <laughs> happened. Yeah. What the him. hell? What happened to him? No idea. Was he hurt? Was he mentally, uh, did he hit a mental wall? What the hell? <laughs> No idea. But if he can get it together, maybe it was just immaturity or maybe it was uh, more injuries than meet the eye and maybe he's healthier now. Yeah, because at the beginning of the season, he was a beast. Yeah. Awesome. And during the the, uh, fantasy league Mm -hmm. that I was in, I was just kicking myself that I didn't get him. Yeah. Because he was a serious sleeper. Mm -hmm. He was a serious sleeper, and then after that, he was seriously sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. It was me. Yep, it was me. Yep, yep. <laughs> I was the one that got him. 
I was so excited, and I was enjoying it. Team looked so good, and then he was like, by later in the year, it was like eight points or eight point six rebounds. Yeah, damn it, no blocks or one block. It's like ah, it's like Darko Milicic time. Yeah, Dark- yeah I, I, some yeah some of the games in the beginning. I was, actually I think I had him. I grabbed him. I think you did on one of the league. Yeah, because you were in a couple leagues, so maybe yeah. you just yeah. picked him up. Yeah, his stock dropped a little bit, and you took him. And it was the one, the uh, the top shot blocker for for a moment there. He was, he was, he was really kicking butt. And then next thing you know, it was like, ah, oh. it's like it's like his, his his weight caught up with him. Or I don't know what the heck it was. Yeah, and again, uh, hopefully for the Wolves that uh, Darko does get back to that point. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't for that the be Wolves nice? Sake and uh, also for the sake of uh, trading. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Then we can sell. You can yeah. sell high, and they need to do that. I, I don't know if they'd be able to because Darko's one of those you've been fooled types. Yeah, yeah. And people have been fooled too many times. Fool me once, shame on me. No. <laughs> Butch. No. <laughs> crazy bad guy. Crazy guy who couldn't talk. Um, so now I guess uh, if there's anything, then there's nothing left in Indiana. No, I think it's pretty Yeah, we can slide into the Eastern Conference flop. As we'll move, try to move right along. Eastern Conference flop. Well, should I say it? Should I say it, Marcus? Should I say it? I let him know. Should I say it? Go ahead. The Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks are going to flop. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I mean, there are a bunch of guys who have a, a very selfish agenda, who have no real... Uh, sure, they've been on teams that have won in the past, but that team does not seem to understand what uh, team... Or they they just have a selfish agenda, I, I think. The Carmelo, I never really liked Carmelo Anthony. Amari Stoudemire, I've never really liked Amari Stoudemire. Uh if Chris Paul goes there, he's got some leadership ability of some kind, but his agenda is in the wrong place. Absolutely. And it's for one, it's going to be hard to root for the team. Second, it's going to be hard to lead that team to anything, I think. I, I don't... You know, I kind of like the team in, in some ways. I just like the New York Knicks in, in, it in general. But then you know, just because of the you know the 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 history, the 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 building, the colors, yeah, everything, I, like I think it's cool. New York Knicks. Yeah, I mean, you had Derek Harper and uh, Patrick Ewing and all that in Oakley. That was fun, you know. Even though I there was we were rooting against them sometimes, like Houston Rockets and Bulls and stuff. But still, they're a fun team to watch and respectable and stuff. But I don't know, Camelo Anthony and all them. I don't think so. I don't think it's gonna work. I just think it's going to be Marbury and stuff all over again. Yeah, after Isaiah, mm-hmm. Isaiah got there, I just, I yeah. just stopped liking the Knicks. Yeah, it's just it's Marbury situation all over again where they spend too much and they don't win. <laughs> uh, I take it your flop is probably the Knicks as well, or, yeah. or, or do you think somebody's even bigger? No, the Knicks. It's probably going to be, I, I think. I mean... I know they only won 42 games last year, but we're not talking necessarily in wins and losses. The Knicks could very well go on to win 50 games this year. Oh, well, the equivalent, the mathematical equivalent of 50, we'll say. You know, because you have to kind of do the averages with the less games and everything. But the mathematical equivalent, they may very well go on to that. But we're saying flop in terms of expectations coming into yeah. the season. <laughs> you know, I think Indiana's going to exceed expectations, and I think the Knicks are going to fail. <laughs> I think they're going to fail in the expectations because of the the agenda is not in the right place. Just like the Yankees, <laughs> they signed all these expensive players and they didn't win for eight years. The Yankees, they you know the highest paid team, the high heavy favorites to win, and they never did. 
until one year they finally got over the hump, the skanky Yankees, you know, and I think it's kind of a similar situation emerging with the Knicks. Hmm. Anything more you want to say, or do I talk no. too much? No, I agree. <laughs> Did I no, talk I agree. too much? <laughs> you agree? Yep. No? You good to go? Conference finals. Who's going to beat the Eastern Conference finals? Well, uh, Miami is going to be in the Eastern Conference finals. You're like, Joey, don't do it. And, well, I can't say Boston. They didn't until they get Chris yeah. Paul. If they get Chris Paul, maybe I will. Maybe. Um, Boston's getting too old, I think. I will say if they get if they get Dwight. If they got Dwight, yeah, that'd be crazy. That's the other factor you got to think in. Where's Dwight going? We don't know. Where's Chris Paul going? We don't know. Probably no. He's probably not necessarily New York because of the the uh, lack of chips to make a trade. Yeah. So he's probably not going there. I don't know. It's going to be weird, isn't it? It's going to be weird to find out where Dwight and all of them go. There was this crazy thunder idea a while ago brought up by somebody we know, and I don't know what's going to happen there. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I think it's going to be Miami and Chicago again. I mean, I actually think it's going to be Chicago. Chicago Especially and Miami, if, yep. yep. If Chicago gets Crawford, yeah. then it's Chicago. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Like like to actually win the East, too? Yeah. If, if Miami uh, gets rid of uh, Miller mm-hmm. then tries to go after... Uh, Crawford. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, they, it, my, my, Miami needs another solid piece. I think yeah, they, kinda, they do. They got lucky uh, with uh, Chicago. In in that series? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Bulls just kind of, all of a sudden their offense just like, you know, like it ran out of oil. It's like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, they definitely need uh, Crawford. <laughs> that'd be a nice, that'd be a massive addition to a team that's pretty young, you know, and but really talented. Yep, so who, who do you think Chicago faces in the East? Because I have Miami, Chicago. Who, yeah, who, same. It's going to be the same? Yeah. yeah. So right now you have Chicago winning the East? Yep. Mm, I, yeah. I, if, if, if they got Crawford. If they got Crawford, yeah. Like if they don't get Crawford, what do you say happens then? then? It's, then it's, it's, Miami? Then, then, then it's seven games? <laughs> well, if they got Crawford, I think it's Chicago for sure. Yeah. If they didn't, then it's... Then it depends on how well Boozer plays. Mm-hmm. Boozer's a huge factor. In Corver. Mm-hmm. And you also have to factor in who Miami gets. That, that's the crabby part. We yeah. don't see last year when we did, when we did our predictions, free agency was over. This year it hasn't even started. Yeah. This is weird. This is a unique season, isn't it? Uh, I would think that Miami <laughs> will try to get uh, Lewis. Richard. Richard. Yeah. Really? But uh, maybe uh, I've heard that uh, the Wizards aren't going to let him go. Yeah, they. I don't understand. That's a lot of money they could get rid of, and they don't want to. Or uh, yeah, I don't get it. I think. I think. Uh, may, maybe this might be a stretch, but uh, uh, uh Gilbert Arenas might want to go to the uh, yeah. the Heat if if Orlando lets him go. Or again, if if uh, Turkoglu, mm-hmm. they can. I would, I would have Turk than uh, Mike. Mike Miller. No, yeah, I, I can't stand Miller. And, and yeah, I mean, Turkoglu would fit in nicely in Miami. So would uh, Gilbert. I mean, Miami does need that other piece. If they get it, they could win the whole thing. Anything come they could. The that can produce anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd probably make them my favorites for the entire enchilada. If they, if, they, uh, if they got a nice, solid veteran that can shoot and score to add to the big three, I think Miami wins it all. Yeah, because if you either mm-hmm. get... 
Oh, Rashad, Rashad Lewis is let go. Uh, and especially, especially Rashad and uh, Arenas. Yeah. Imagine how much money they'll get at once. Oh, man. <laughs> They're not going to really care about getting paid from another team. Mm-mm, They're going to say, no. okay, well, let's go to the Heat and give me whatever. Yeah, because they're I still getting the money. got a lot of money all at once, mm-hmm. you know? They're still getting the money no matter what, even if they're amnestied, yep. Yeah, so they're, they're, yep. they're set. So I think they, they can feel like, okay, well, I don't really need to get paid. This is just mm-hmm. check on top of what, already, uh, what, I'm, what I'm getting already, so. Yeah, it's just it's just icing, <laughs> on, uh, icing on the cake or cherry yeah. on top. I guess you could say it's the cherry on top. Yeah, it yeah, is. I'm getting money regardless. I'm actually making more now. Mm-hmm. And they've made so much over their career. Yeah. Oh so, my God. And they're on a better team. Yeah. Their focus wouldn't be money. At that point, it would be you know, especially Arenas, since I don't think any other team will want to keep him for long term. Mm-hmm. This is it for me. Yeah. This is it. And and it's funny when you look at the Eastern Conference. It's just like right now. It's like so amazing how two teams stand out beyond everybody else. Like it's not even close. Yeah. This was a really easy selection in the East, yeah. wasn't it? Miami, Chicago. The West is going to be a lot harder, by the way. The East, it's just like Boston's too old. The Knicks are, you know, probably a mess. Philadelphia's not even close. Patriots aren't close. Orlando is about to blow up. Atlanta's Atlanta, you know. Yeah. They're good, but they're never going to win anything. They're just not beyond a miracle. They're kind of like the Dallas Mavericks were in the... No, actually, Orlando's what the Mavericks were. Good and in the finals at times, but not not winning it. Dallas finally got it. Um, gosh, it's a <laughs> it's going to be really interesting to see where these veterans that we've been talking about the last few minutes here go. It's going to be big. They might be overpaid, but they could be valuable additions to a Chicago or Miami. That could be the final piece to going to the finals and maybe winning it. Because I I don't know. <laughs> I I kind of have a sneaky feeling one of those two is going to win it all this year, Chicago or Miami. I would not be surprised. Um, so in the end, bold prediction, Gundy or Head, without any idea who's going to go where, who who do you pick to win the East? Chicago. Chicago, and I guess for now, I'm going to say Miami. For now. For now. Uh, just because. Yeah, I guess maybe to play devil's advocate, also because I just have that feeling Miami's going to be right back in the finals again, just just because, you know. I don't even think so. It's the pieces. You don't think so? <laughs> no. You're like, ow. I could put it this way. Yeah? They have to get rid of uh, uh, Mike Miller. Yeah, they do. I think they will, honestly. I, that's kind of why I'm picking them, too. They have no choice. Okay, mm-hmm. another thing is, can you really, like, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Wade won't get injured? <laughs> He'll, he probably will. He just he seems to, especially with after the lockout. Okay, it says he's injured, right? And he's yeah. injured for two weeks. Mm-hmm. In a regular season, what? Mm. That's how many oh, games? Oh, that's right. Yep. This season, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's going to miss five games. Yeah. You know, really quick. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and with LeBron, he's and, and if Wade is gone, how many games does LeBron be? Is he going to play play every game? No. Bosch is going to give them wins. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have no bench. I mean, it's like... They have no bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, I don't think Miami's going to be in the playoffs. Wow, that'd be funny if they missed the If you think about that, if you think about that, if, if, <laughs> if Mike you. Miller isn't going, he's going to get injured for sure. Oh, yeah. He's gone. He's always hurt. Yep. Uh, it is, uh, uh, has him completely healed? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's right. Yep. So he might be gone. Mm. If he, even if a guy is gone for a week, that's a lot of games now. Mm. And, and LeBron's not going to win it by himself with a bunch of uh, scrubs. Role players, yep, scrubs. Depending on, I mean, if they get lucky. Yeah. I guess if, boy, that's These tough aren't now. even temporal scrubs. These are worse. These are just, like, mm-hmm. guys that are trying to get paid mm-hmm. and get an easy, easy ring. Mm-hmm. So if either one of these guys, anyone gets injured, is is pretty much a done deal. They they won't even reach. Mm. The, <laughs> they want to reach anything, yeah. They or might, reach the playoffs. That'd like be you funny. You got to be healthy through the whole, or have a if you are injured, have a bench so you can just keep winning games. Especially this season, mm-hmm. this might be a season where you might not even see the Heat in the playoffs. That would be funny if that happened. I mean, <laughs> it, it it's happened before where like Golden State was all hyped up to win it all, and they didn't even make the playoffs one year just because of a couple of injuries. It's happened. Yeah, so we've seen it. Anyone. That was so many years ago. See, uh, <laughs> you see Wade on the ground crying. Oh, that's it. That's the end of the no playoffs. So that would be like, I, I guess I'll say if Miami stays healthy, they'll win. If they don't, there's no way. Yeah, obviously, because there's not enough. Yeah. yeah, this is a season of team. Mm-hmm. And the same goes for New York. If, so if, 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 if uh, you know, if Mark is injured. Yeah. You know, then they're uh, dead. Yeah, <laughs> they're so dead. Yeah, yeah. Carmelo gets hurt sometimes, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, Amari gets hurt more though, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amari's worse. Might have rather one of them. It's just you know who's playing. Chauncey Billups is getting old, and he got he kind of he got he got hurt in the playoffs last year. It's somebody's the end of them after that. Won't have a choice. Like uh, they have to get rid of Mike just to get anyone who who's not injury prone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to, and can score, which means you got to get Crawford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think if they get Crawford, they're going. Yeah, because if Wade's injured, the Bulls get Crawford, they're going. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess if you, uh, boy, yeah, think about that. Did you? It's <laughs> oh, that's funny. I guess like, if you have to say the best team, like the best team in general, it's the Bulls. It it just is. They're yeah. the best team. Yeah. yeah, they'll they'll win the East. If but if if Miami stays healthy, they'll win the East. I guess. Gosh, dang it! You know. <laughs> Miami's the most talented, but Chicago's the most is definitely the deepest and the most equipped for a playoff run. I guess when you look at especially it, especially a short season. Yeah, they, the one thing that has me going with Chicago is they just don't have, seem to have that number two scoring option. That's what's held me back from picking them thus far because right? that got exploited so badly in the East Finals last yeah. year. Remember? Yeah. That's I guess right now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Those are really interesting points you made up that made me kind of like around. It's like, that's what makes me dance around the bush a little bit, but I'm going to assume Miami stays healthy enough to go to the finals. So I'm going to go with that. But, I mean, if they don't, Chicago's going to flat kill them. You know, I mean, I can. Yeah. And if Chicago, Chicago, until Chicago can prove that they have a number two star, I have. I guess I have to pick Miami right now just, just because both of if both of them are healthy Miami wins I think believe it or not even though I mean Miami's proved they could beat them on the road and they did it last year believe it or not yeah it's kind of weird so, it's all depending on free agency it sucks yep free agency and health so yeah. I guess just if you have pound for pound the healthiest team Miami would win if the two are both healthy so I guess I say Miami comes out of the East, and you're sticking with Chicago yeah. strongly, right? Strongly. Yep. <laughs> so we'll slide to the West for, especially for the sake of time. It's getting late. Uh, the West, the Western Conference. Well, you got the. <laughs> we got to make our surprise, our flop, and our conference finalists. Would you like to go first, or I can go. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Fucking crush it. Houston, baby. Houston with Kyle Lowry. No, I don't know about that. Um, it's it's harder this year. It really is. Yeah. Because we haven't seen any free agency moves. Somebody's going to make a move of some kind. Um, Denver Broncos. No, I'm just kidding. You know, they did something stupid and they traded away. Yeah, I know who I'm going to pick now. They traded away, so I'm gonna. this is going to lead into my pick. And they're right below them in the standings. You can probably guess who I'm talking about. They traded away Raymond Felton to the Portland for Andre Miller. They traded away with a ton of talent that kicked butt with the Knicks last year before the Knicks got greedy. Kicked butt with a team that looked pretty good. They traded him for Andre Miller, who's getting really old. He's like 36 years old. I don't know what they're thinking. So with that, Portland is gonna surprise in the in the in the West, regardless of uh, uh, Brandon Roy. Um, excuse me. Re- yeah, regardless if Brandon Roy returns or not, or is healthy or not, I think the Portland Jailblazers, who are not the Jailblazers anymore, <laughs> are going to have an extremely strong season and might even win the Northwest Division over Oklahoma. <laughs> uh huh. I just said mm-hmm. something really risky there, didn't I? You did. I think they're going to compete with the Oklahoma City for the Northwest Division, the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, Marcus Aldrich, all, all those guys. I mean, that is a talented roster. Yeah, yeah. You're like, come on, Joey. I don't know about their center. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, they still have Camby, but he's old. Yeah. You're like, come on, Joey, what are you thinking? Glass man. The glass man. <laughs> uh, do, you have a, do you have a surprise team? Uh, I might say uh, Sacramento. Oh, really? Could be. Yeah. yeah. That's who I had last year. Yeah. That's who I had last year, yeah, because of uh, Tyreek. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, Tyreek, this is all depending on Tyreek, because I, I heard that he, you know, wasn't really a good teammate. They argued in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Ball hog, yep. But uh, I like the uh, the pickups in uh, J.J. Hickson. That was good. That's a good move. Yeah. He was really valuable with Cleveland. He's, and he's better than what's-his-name, Caspi. Yeah. That's a good move. That's a good move. Yeah, I actually didn't even know about that. I like Jason mm-hmm. Thompson. Yeah. Actually. Oh, yeah. But I think, uh, and, uh, the guy I really liked that I didn't know about, uh, Marcus Thornton. Um, when Tariq was injured, you know, Thornton, uh, st- uh, stepped it up. So, I don't know, I think, out of all the teams, I think, uh, the Kings will, will win at least, at least, uh, ten more games. They could, or, yeah, like the mathematical equivalent, yeah, yeah. 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 If they, yeah, if they get it piece. together. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think the fact that, you know, they might be leaving. And, oh, yeah. Anaheim. And, yeah, yep. getting ready to, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, right, now, right now, I'm sticking with, uh, with uh, Sacramento. Mm-hmm. It's a talented roster. And that, that the J.J. Hickson move was, was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. That was a good move. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Marcus Thornton looked awfully good on the, the Hornets, too, in the short time that he was there. He was valuable. Yes, he is, and he's a Louisiana native, too, which is kind of cool. So I guess, uh, yeah, ready for the flop, I guess? Do yep. you, you, you have your pick? Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I'll let you go first up oh, if you're ready. It's two, it's two teams I think are going to flop. Uh, oh, I think I got an idea of which one it is. <laughs> I'm excited. I can't wait to hear it. The first one for me is uh, San Antonio. Ooh, Yes. Uh, I like that one. Actually, I think uh, Ginobili should have uh, left left town. Mm. I, I, 
They're on the down spiral. Yeah, I think Ginobili played really well last season. But Mm -hmm. I think that might have been... He's not getting any younger. Mm -mm. And, you know, Tupac already saying that that was their last chance. You know, he's... And uh, I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Parker. With all these trade talks going on, uh, I think uh, Parker might leave. Yeah, there was all that Knicks crap before. Yep, another Knicks possibility with Parker. That's funny. Yeah, but I think with the team getting older and, you know, Duncan, he's not getting younger. I, I think uh, they're not going to win the, um, many games. Mm-mm. And the other team, uh, uh, the Lakers. Yes! The Lakers. That's what I was hoping for, yeah. I don't want to say it. It's realistic, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the guys, especially Kobe, but... Catch. I'm kidding. As a player. Yeah, as a player, not as a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I, I just don't think they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna do much of anything. We'll say the famous line that you said last year about something. Say... Yeah, they had that... That the Lakers should be sealed. Yes, that was the words I've been waiting to hear. Yep. And yes, and yeah, Phil saw it, and he waved goodbye to it. He did. It was gone, and it didn't, it didn't sell off into sunset. It was shot down mm-hmm. in in flames. It was a disaster. It went down in flames, and there was a mutiny. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Phil just hopped on the little boat and just said goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a complete disaster. Yeah, I wish we could have left some better terms. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. I'm done. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just they ain't buying him. He, he needs to be traded. Um, yeah. I wish Odom, Odom is a good, Odom is better Mike Miller. How about that? Yeah. If Mike Miller, mm-hmm. if he decided, if he decided if he to actually shot the ball once yeah. in a while. Yeah. There's a little intangibles, you know, but not not so much. Mm-hmm. So I, I, they have to make some surprising moves. Yeah, they really have to make some moves. And Derek like Fisher being <laughs> like the starting point guard, I don't know what, uh, why. Oh, my God, he's ancient. Yeah, I mean, he may make some last-second shots. But if he actually had a quality point guard, they would mm-hmm. be up by 10. Yeah. So the last-second heroics, you know, you let the other, other uh, team's point guard score on you. Yeah. Yeah, you make a last-second shot. I'm not so easily fooled with that stuff. Mm-mm. Hudson. Mm. Hudson, yeah, that's you know, kind of a, yeah. Not easy fool with last second heroics or, you know, heroics in a game when throughout the whole game you're making bad decisions, getting turnovers, mm-hmm. you know, no defense. Yeah, no so, defense at all. Yeah, so if you make a last second shot, you know, it's mm-hmm. good and all, but if you played better, you'll be up by 10 at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Lakers, I, I, I choose the Lakers. I think uh, Kobe, after the season, he might, actually the Lakers just might trade him. Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't even have to That'd be weird. I actually think if they don't play, if they don't do anything, I think Kobe, he'll play, but he'll let it be known that something needs to be done. Yeah. And it might be a huge of, problem next year. <laughs> yeah. I think, I'm not sure. Instead of building around him more, I think they'll just say, okay, well, let's see what we can get for you. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think the soldiers are, I mean, the Lakers are the that soldiers. type of. <laughs> okay. the, Laker, the Lakers are. Or that type of team, mm-hmm. or, you know, that type of organization to do that to them. Yeah. But I think that if it's not getting done, just like how the, uh, you know, how we, how Minnesota did. Yeah. The Wolves let Garnett go. Mm-hmm. I think it might be one of those type of situations. Or it's going to, they're asking me, do you want to retire now? 
That'd be you know, funny, wouldn't it? If not, we great. can trade you to a team that, you know, we think you might be able to get, get another ring at. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen with the Lakers. Especially mm-hmm. for Kobe, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a complete bust for him. I, I wouldn't be surprised. And um, really, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm picking the Lakers. Uh, agree with, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much going to stick with what you said there. I mean, it makes that's pretty much all that needs to be said, other than the only final thing, you know, is obviously... Is uh, you know the new coach Mike oh, Brown yeah. had no yeah. success. Or he had a he had good regular seasons with Cleveland, but postseason came around and nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing, you know, there was none of it. And um, I can't imagine Kobe Bryant was too excited with that move. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think the Lakers will disappoint this year just like they did when Phil Jackson yeah. left last time. Yeah. You know, as we both know very well. Yeah, and, and if mm-hmm. imagine what's going to happen between Kobe and uh, the coach. Yeah, I mean, Good. Mm-hmm. Hard to tell, no? especially Ann Fisher, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be, Kobe is basically on-court coach, yeah. like, like mm-hmm. Michael was. Yep, late and, in his career, yeah. Yeah, and Kobe is so, his personality is so strong, it's, it's I don't know, there's, I think by, uh, by, by the end of the season, we're going to know what's going to happen to Kobe. Mm-hmm. He's either going to hate it. Hit the coach, mm-hmm. say you know, something's got to change here. Yeah, or he's just gonna uh, buy into it. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I want to say that the whole buy into it. I think of that. That's for rookies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the, the wolves. Yep. Yeah. The wolves. That's more like wolves stuff. Yep. Kobe has been playing yep. that style for so long, mm-hmm. and he knows it. Yeah, and that's gonna be he's, weird. He's basically a coach himself with the mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. It. And, you know, he's going to come in and try to put a whole new system in. Oh, that's going to be weird, yeah. But with that team, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think by the end of the year, one of the two will not be there. Kobe or, or yeah. Mike Brown will not be on the, the Lakers by the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, honest to God, I, I don't think it's going to be a, it's going to be a worthwhile marriage between those two. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, because is it? you know Mike Brown, because of the whole LeBron thing, he's not going to yeah. let another star try to push him out of an organization again. Mm-hmm. So something's going to happen. Yep, somebody's going to be gone. Yeah. I got to think the Lakers have to keep Kobe Bryant just because it's just the you know he's he's kind of their you know he's their Magic Johnson. Yeah, you know? it's going to be like, he is. Well, we can't let Kobe go. Yeah, you know, he's like, you gotta go. He's magic, yep, and Mike Brown has no pedigree like Phil Jackson, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they felt kind of forced out Phil Jackson, for, you know, back in 04 over Kobe Bryant, remember that? And Shaq. Think about what that, Think about what happened that time around, back in 04. Shaq and Phil Jackson, who who basically were the MVPs of those three titles, <laughs> forced out by because of Kobe, so I can't imagine Mike Brown would win that power struggle if, if they're, if, if, I mean, uh, unless a miracle happens and it works, but... I don't see that happening. I don't. So, boy, boy, we really like to talk about the Lakers, don't we? It's funny. <laughs> it's a team we hate for the most part, yet they're around so much, and we just we see them so much constantly. Yeah. They're constantly thrown down our throats, so we basically know the team from top to bottom, even though we've never, you know, been to L.A. that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> when a yeah. player from another team elbows, yeah. you know, oh, that too. players. Beasley. That son of a... Yeah, that was ridiculous. And Matt Barnes talking all that stuff immediately after that. Yeah, yeah like saying, yeah. hey, bitch, you know, now I'm swearing again. But, yeah, he was 
He's being a, an asshole about it. There, I swore again. <laughs> he was. Barnes is being yeah. an a hole. Yeah. You know, he's, he he was not standing there staring busy down. Yeah, I mean, none of those guys are impressing anybody with that type of bullying. You know, it's stupid. Yeah, that's another thing. If if I think uh, Bonham has uh, some suspensions. Mm. Oh yeah, it could be. I I don't know if they're left over or not. Oh yeah, probably because of Berea. Yeah, there's got to be. There might be something left over. I'd be surprised if there isn't. Yeah, that's right. He pretty much yeah, sent Berea to the floor, literally, with his like arm. That was kind of lame. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, we're long winded with these Lakers, aren't we? <laughs> so again, for the sake of time, well, who is gonna come yeah, out of the West? Hmm? Oh, what'd you, what'd you say? Yeah, if the Lakers can't get it, to, get it together. If the Lakers can, you said? Maybe Phoenix might. Mm, Phoenix is kind of... Mm, yeah, Phoenix doesn't really have an identity, though. They're kind of... Yeah, they they don't have anything. If if the Clippers can Look get Chris you. Paul... Oh. Huh? The Clippers got Chris Paul. Something could happen there. They might there. have more wins than the Lakers. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? They'd be the new... They'd be the, they'd be the big brother, finally. Finally. Man. Finally. Wouldn't that be nice for them? Man. Yeah, this one's harder to, much harder to pick because yeah. than the East. The East is Chicago, Miami. Like, we knew yeah. it right away. Uh, when you look at the West, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I don't think Dallas is going to repeat as a champion. I just, I don't know. I, I can't say they're going to, especially if, if and when they lose Chandler. Yeah, because I actually mm. thought that, uh, uh, Ron Racine Butler would have stayed with Dallas. Yeah, and it sounds like it's a guarantee he's gone. Chandler's probably gone just because, and it, it happens a lot. Teams win titles and everybody's like, oh, this, the, you know, the third or fourth best player on the team, everybody wants him, you yeah. know? And that's what's happening literally with Dallas right now. Um, so I guess, reluctantly, Oklahoma City's got to be one of those two teams. I, I think they're definitely going back to the West. Um, yeah. And you know my reasons for being reluctant in that. <laughs> uh, gosh, I don't know who... Uh, Portland. Yeah, that's a crazy move. Yeah, I'm going to say Oklahoma City and Portland because San Antonio's not going. Dallas, I think, is going to have a layoff. They're not going to completely flop, but I think they're going to not be... I think they're going to lose in the second round, we'll say. New Orleans, I can't pick them because I don't know where Chris Paul's going to be. No, it's not going to be there. No David mm-hmm. West. Yep. Yeah, that's right. David West, too. Memphis is just... Too young, I think, to really be a conference championship type team or conference finals well, team. Well, actually, Memphis. They're sneaky. Well, yeah, I'll, they are. I'll let you say uh, yours. Uh, Rudy Gay. Yeah, Rudy Gay. there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. He's actually healed, <clears throat> so isn't, I don't know. I, I don't know what Memphis will do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with Oklahoma City and Portland in the West. Like who? Who like who do you think it's going to be? You know, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma and Memphis. No, I'm Oklahoma, getting, yeah, yeah. Hmm? I think I have to Oklahoma and Memphis. It could happen. Isn't that funny? Because Memphis didn't have Rudy Gay. And yeah. he's a big factor. And they won 46 games last year, too. Yeah, especially guarding uh, Durant. Mm-hmm. It's a good team. It's a really good team. And they took out the Spurs. Yeah. They took out the Spurs quickly, and, yeah, that was impressive. So Oklahoma and Memphis, yeah. So that was the addition of Rudy. That was a great second-round series, if I remember correctly, wasn't it? Yeah. Memphis was right in it the whole yeah. time, weren't they? The whole <laughs> yeah. time. And then they got, and then Oklahoma got obliterated by Dallas, who was on a mission. Yeah, but then you got uh, Harding getting getting better. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Perk. 
Mm-hmm. So no, he lost oh, weight, right. gained a lot of muscle. And he might get traded. Yeah, yeah. and he might, <laughs> you know, Westbrook even, for mm-hmm. Dwight. Mm-hmm. So it might be a whole different team. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, what's really, it's, I don't know, it's, I think they're both, with the, with the uh, Eastern uh, Conference, it's kind of like, depends on who, who they get in free agency and who's healthy. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it's still, it's still going to be a surprise of who, of who wins it. It's not, it's, yeah. I don't think there's like a clear cut winner. This year is a lot like 99, or it's kind of like the changing of the guard. The Bulls uh, broke up, and that was it. No more Chicago Bulls. Over. Yeah. And I think that's happening with L.A., San Antonio, teams like that. I think it's all over for them. Yeah. So this is going to be like when San Antonio just came out of nowhere and won it all in 99, you know? Yeah. Like, and then <laughs> they won several more after that, unfortunately. Um, so somebody's going to emerge this year as maybe not the next dynasty, but maybe like uh, one of the next dynasties, like one of them, you know? Like they're going to maybe win a couple. It's going to be the Miami, Chicago, Oklahoma City type of team that's going to win. But I will remember this prediction. But, yeah, go ahead. If or the Heat mm-hmm. does... Uh, beat Chicago, there won't be anyone from the Western Conference. Ooh, that's a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Due to the amount of games played, oh yeah, plus the, the playoffs, mm-hmm. I don't think their their health is going to be good enough to uh, to be able to do it against young legs of Memphis and Oklahoma. That's an interesting cut. <laughs> it's interesting. So you have yeah, you have Memphis, Oklahoma. I have Portland, Oklahoma. So. Being you picked the the Western Conference to win the title, who's going to come out of the West and win it all? Hmm? Who's going to do it? Is it going to be Oklahoma or Memphis? Oh, man. Uh, uh, the Lakers, the Lakers, the no, Lakers. I, I have no. to say. Yeah, I can tell you don't want to say, say it. Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. I can tell you don't want to say. Not say Oklahoma. Because we've been yeah we've been getting that team shoved on our throats for like I, a year I like now. Memphis. Oh. I just I just need Memphis to have one more. Depending on Maybe how, one more how piece. good yeah Rudy Gay plays because Rudy Gay is that one piece. Mm-hmm. They could they could win it. It would be kind of funny if they actually won the whole you know thing. What? I'm saying Memphis. Memphis. Wow, you have I'm Memphis going to, to the finals. Already. I'm adding Rudy already. Memphis. Ooh, you have Memphis to the finals. And yeah. so Memphis and Chicago, right? Yeah. So who who wins between Memphis and Chicago? Shh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's different. Bulls? If it was between yeah, Memphis Bulls, right? and, and yep. the Heat. I, yeah, I'd say Bulls. I'd say mm-hmm. the Bulls. So right now you have the the Bulls winning the 2012 title? Yep. I think that's not a bad pick at all. That's not bad at all. So, so Chicago. Would have to, for the Heat, it would be like a chess game. They would have to mm-hmm. lock themselves in for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. LeBron and Wade mm-hmm. and Bosch mm-hmm. probably have to sit for the rest of the season. Yeah. Just to store up enough energy for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's, yeah, they, they would have to do that. Because mm-hmm. be, it would just be too much, too much of a risk. If either one of them get injured, well, I can't, I can't say either LeBron or Wade get injured, then yeah. it's done. Yeah, then it's done, yep. And where Chicago, they might make it unless it's Derek Rose that gets hurt. But he's been pretty durable. He's been very durable, hasn't he, for the most part, yeah. Derrick Rose? Yeah, you're tempting me. You're tempting me to change my East over there. But, yeah, I mean, o- Oklahoma, Portland, I love what Portland's doing. I guess Oklahoma City's going to be that San Antonio coming out of the West this year. I think Oklahoma goes to the the finals against, against uh, I'm going to, yeah, I, I've been thinking about this for the last half hour. <laughs> I've been kind of going back and forth between these two teams for like like the last month or so because I knew this show was going to come around eventually, you know, if they're ever going to play. 
Yeah, Miami. I'm gonna see Miami. We had to play a lot of games just to. I'm gonna pick the Bulls to come out of the East and to defeat the the Thunder in the finals. I'm gonna pick Bulls and Thunder in the finals, and the Bulls win it. And and it's not just to ride your coattails. As much as <laughs> as much as I admire your basketball mind, you know, and I have a lot of yeah, like we both have a lot of experience in our basketball minds. <laughs> you know, I think we probably quietly admire each other's basketball mm-hmm. minds back and forth. Yep, I mean that's a safe to say, right? Sure. Um, we could both run our we could both run a team together. That'd be fun. But <laughs> yeah, I, I I guess I'm gonna join you with Chicago taking it this year. I think they're the next San Antonio because the great defense and the timely uh, clutch. I, I think yeah, uh, what's his name? Derrick Rose is gonna be clutch enough. And the time, the great defense, the the, the next uh, Greg Popovich is, is Tom Thibodeau. Greg Popovich, you know, when he emerged with San Antonio, there's your next Greg Popovich, and it's going to be the Bulls. Yeah, the Bulls. Because, yeah, I mean, you made so many good points about Miami. I just, you know, Chicago's a team, Miami is not. Oklahoma is kind of a team, but they're not as good as the Bulls. I don't think. Yeah, Miami will have no, to try just to not. set themselves in AC. AC, look at they'll you. Have to, I mean, <laughs> they'll have to because just to give LeBron and Wade enough time to to rest. Mm-hmm. Well, plus, I got it. Hopefully, though, then if they then go against Chicago, mm-hmm. then they might have a chance. They might because they're all they're they all might. Be healthy. If they're if they're healthy, Miami can win the whole thing. I think. I think the East wins the championship this year, honestly. Yeah, but we're, we're, who's ever at the top will be will be tired. Yeah, they will be tired, all right. That is for darn sure. So both of us coming out with the Chicago Bulls winning it all, and yeah, my thoughts of the Chicago Bulls basically being the next San Antonio Spurs. It's looking like that's the case. Uh, will they win four championships? I don't know. Probably not, but I think they're going to be a factor for a long, long time with Derrick Rose being as good as he is, and boy, do I wish the Wolves could have got him back in uh, <laughs> the 2008 draft when he was available and the Wolves were standing in that top three thing. But at least we got Kevin Love out of it. That's good. After we traded O.J. Mayo away, we were able to get Kevin Love. That worked out good. Maybe we could get O.J. Mayo back someday. So Marcus having Chicago and Memphis in the finals. Myself, Chicago, Oklahoma City, which I kind of thought was going to be the finals last year. Ended up being dead wrong. Bulls ended up not winning. Oklahoma ended up not winning. Both teams getting beaten in five games. That was the end of that. So whatever, Chicago is going to win it, apparently, according to both of us. And, uh, well, they're a more likable team than San Antonio or L.A., that's for sure, or even Dallas, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but with that, we're both very, very excited with the uh, Timberwolves coming into the season. There's no doubt about it. That team is going to be a improved product. How improved? We're just gonna have to find out as things uh, improve, <laughs> or as things uh, progress during the season. Uh, it's gonna be fun to watch, though. So with that, we are going to call it a night. We are going to get to the contact details. This is definitely all timer. This is gonna probably clear two hours before I'm done. So yes, uh, Timberwolves explosion again available on the SportsStuff.com and on iTunes. Appreciate it always so very much with your calling in. Uh, please do join the message boards on the sportstuff.com. We would appreciate it oh so very much. Simply go to the website, click TSS boards, then click register, get your screen name, and get on those basketball 
with a lot of cool people out there. Don't forget to check out uh, the crossover, which is also on the which is also a podcast on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes with Rusty and P Mac. Those guys are spectacular. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash well actually no it's not like that. It's twitter.com forward slash wolves explosion. Twitter.com forward slash wolves explosion. Do give that a follow. I like to talk NBA on the lot. Do give that a follow. Would appreciate it also very much. And please do join the Facebook page. Uh, look up Timberwolves Explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves. Go to the one that says Company. Then uh, join it by clicking Like on the page. When you're actually on the page, click Like. Would be terrific. And then you can comment on there. If you like. That would be awesome. Um, it sure would be. Uh, the t- there is a phone line as well, 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877, it is a voicemail, do treat it as such, mention which show you are calling in for, which is of course Timberwolves Explosion, and maybe your comment, shout out, question, all that, it would be terrific to have you on board, oh, it would indeed, would like to hear your voice with ours here on Timberwolves Explosion, sometimes I'm solo, but I like to have Marcus the Forecaster as much as possible, and I hope to have him on again sooner rather than later and uh, episode number 72 will be coming sooner rather than later it's going to be time to finally talk basketball the lockout is over basketball is a reality and we couldn't be happier there's no doubt about it so episode number 72 i'm going to wish you all a very happy christmas season uh hope uh probably uh, being there's not going to be any basketball in between now and then uh well there'll probably be a show in between now and then because we'll probably get into free agency some more when it actually happens. We'll see what happens, though. But soon as the the ball, soon as tip-off is happening out there, we're definitely going to be talking Wolves basketball, though I'm sure I'll have a show where I review the uh, preseason games and talk free agency. So regardless of what happens, we'll be back soon. And again, we hope all of you to enjoy a safe and happy Christmas uh, season and holiday season there. I'll yeah, make things a little more generalized there, holiday season. So take care, everybody. We'll be back soon. Go Timberwolves.